You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Now everyone, it's time to spread a bit of movie cheer. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast presents Battle of the Movie Trilogies. And tonight I am joined by two special guest co-hosts joining Movie Cheer tonight. Uh, first of all, I've got Phil, Phil Coghill. How are you doing, Phil? You okay, buddy? Yeah, good. Awesome, bud. Phil has got a really cool YouTube channel uh, discussing movies and physical media. And uh, yeah, great, great channel, Phil. And also, I've got with me tonight as well, Ryan from Let's Get Kicking Movies. Ryan, how are you doing, matey? Uh, I am doing quite well, actually. Uh, just just being uh, just being busy today and uh, being very excited for this all day. So, being really looking forward for it. Uh, it's going to be a funny evening. So, uh, just to sum up what we are doing tonight. Uh, also, I just want to say uh, in advance as well, before we get any further into the show, uh, Sean from Media Collective Madness. Uh, he was planning to come on tonight. Unfortunately, he can't make it. I just want to say, uh, wish Sean well. Hope he's doing okay. And uh, I want to say, check out Sean's channel, Media Collector Madness. He's a top guy. He's got a top YouTube channel. Uh, really f- f- friendly, friendly bloke and a big part of his community as, as well. So I hope he's doing okay. And we'll see Sean soon. So I hope you're doing okay, buddy. Um, tonight, though, what are we doing? Battle of the Movie Trilogies is the first pay-per-view show of the Movie Cheer calendar. Uh, we do these every three, four months or so, these pay-per-view shows, a bit more of a theme to them. And we are going to pick out, we've got four movie trilogies we are going to put up against each other tonight to find out which one is the best. And I've been, you know, discussing these with the gents in advance, saying which ones we are going to talk about tonight. The, the gents feel prepared mm-hmm. to answer questions and debate this and go deep into this movie discussion for these trilogies. So... That'll be today's headline topic for the show. But as always on the show, on the Movie J Pod, we are going to start off with a segment called What's Been on the Screen. Ooh, what's been on the screen? Scream, what have we been watching this week, gents? Ooh. First of all, I'm going to start off with Phil. Phil, what have you been watching this week, my friend? Or over the past recently, what some, some of the movies, TV shows you've been watching? Uh, some of the things, well, um, recently I, I subscribed to the BFI player uh, service, right. so I've been watching a few things on that the past week yeah. or so. Uh, it was one called Black Orpheus, which was a Brazilian film. That was really good. There was this really weird horror film called Possession with Sam Neill. Right. <laughs> i tell you what it's about. Oh, like, no. really... <laughs> you know that one? Yeah, um... yeah, yeah I've, heard, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. But I heard it's meant to be quite a fun ride. Yeah, can you, can yeah. You, what can you say about it without spoiling it, Phil? Um... 
<laughs> or could, can you not? Is it is it one of those where if you say something, it's yeah. It's well, it starts off, yeah. It starts off like a like a divorce drama. It's Sam Neil and um, Bella Ajani, I think. They're a couple, and she tells them, "I I want a divorce. I'm seeing someone else." Right. And uh, it, so it starts off like as this divorce drama, but then it becomes like this weird horror film halfway through. I don't want to say how. If people have heard of it, will know what I'm referring to. But um... <laughs> super. And was that on the, the, that was bonkers, on the uh, I enjoyed it. Was that on the BFI play? Did you say film? Yeah. 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 Super. Super. Well, so have you been watching any any other movies, TV shows? Yeah, I watched. Um, actually, yeah, last night I watched uh, Alien again. Yeah. yeah. I meant to watch it on the twenty sixth because that's Alien Day, but I missed it, so I watched it last night. <laughs> why? Why? Why is the uh, Why is the twenty sixth Alien Day? Is that Is that when the original movie was released? Or is that? No, it's because the planet the planet's called LV four two six four two six four uh, twenty six of April. All ah, right. Okay. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was pretty smart. Uh, I also um, check out this this BFI play because you you mentioned this the other day, and like I said, I'm not like a big. I've just not really watched that many like art house movies, and yeah. I mean you've seen as well like classic movies as well. It's it's great for that as well. So yeah, I, I, I was looking at the website the other day, but it's I've seen this to you. Like it's great that you've got them options now, and and I'm sure yeah. Ryan will know that as well because he's a fan of horror, like with stuff like Shudder as yeah. well. You have got like these specific streaming services for different genres i think i think it's awesome if you like it's i mean it's the same as what like you, you've got your disney plus if you like your, your marvel and, and whatever else you know like all them sort of that stuff so it's i think it's cool that it's out there you can get whatever like street if you you know you don't maybe if you don't collect movies and you just want to go for the stream route it's, it's plenty of choice now and it? it's it's great uh what about yourself ryan what have you been watching this this past week mate that's actually a very good question because I've been on a hammer horror kick uh, for the past few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, due to like watching like all of the uh, classic Dracula movies with Chris Belay, they are being very so much fun for me. So that's uh, I had like you know Chris Belay is absolutely menacing. The way he he comes keeps coming back as Dracula is absolutely mental. It, like. Absolutely incredible. I am not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell you how he keeps coming back every time because that's a spoiler. But yeah. but the first one, it's like your normal uh you know Dracula story. That's basically yeah. what it is. So you know these characters, you get to know like these characters, you know, you got well Renfield's not in it. That's just one thing. Uh but we does have the story with Jonathan Hawker on how he, you know, goes to Dracula's castle, all that kind of stuff. You have Peter Cushion as Van Helsing, but there is differences with the Hammer movies. Um, they, they, they take their own twist on the actual, uh, like on the movies, and I've been like going around like watching all these, and it's and they're very enjoyable, absolutely very nice. enjoyable. But I've got to say, the Frankenstein movies are literally the best thing out of all of them. I've got to say, uh, enjoyable. Um, yeah. I and um. Of recently this week, I went to see Evil Dead Rise. Well, second time I went to see it last yeah. week. I uh, saw it at Cineworld on the Super Screen, Super Screen, uh, Super Screen, um, for the f- 
very first time uh, for the probably going to be like the third time in my life I went to a super screen yeah. uh, screening. I tell you what, absolute great experience. I gotta say, if you're a fan of Evil Dead, it's probably like the most Evil Dead you will probably will see for a very long time since 2013. But even though I'm not a big fan of the 2013 movie, but Evil Dead Rise, yeah, oh, it's, it's one hell of a fun ride. One hell of a fun ride. If you like, got, if you, uh, I've never seen. You know what, right? I've never seen the um, any of the any Evil Dead movie. I've seen a bit of the Army of the Darkness one. Bit like if you, oh, yeah. parts of it. I've never seen the first first few. Like, they're really good. Like, oh, oh, the original, the original Evil Dead are the OG man, the proper OG. Yeah. That's where you see Ash, like you know, right, okay. developing as his character. Because in the first movie, he's just like an everyday. Well, basically the. First film, so it's like yeah, everything. Really good, yeah. Slash, it's basically like a slasher movie, but with demons. Frozen, I think. But, but it's soon, but you soon realize, like, you know, he's just, he's just like, you know, normal day guy going, going over this cabin in the middle of the woods. What happens? The fact, the final book, in the middle yeah. of Norway. Sorry, that's the dog. Um, okay. <laughs> in, in the middle of Norway, and um, you know, they find this like tape recording. And once they play that tape recording, they literally bring uh, the spirits like from this book to life. Right. So, you know what happens? Well, of course, it's going to be a big massive bloodbath, isn't it? That's basically what an Evil Dead movie is. But if you, the first one is like a, it's like your everyday horror. While you go yeah. to the second one, it goes to full blown comedy, horror comedy. Yeah, it's not about that. It's like it goes, it's like a massive shift, isn't it? I must have shifted. I. Is it? Isn't it's it's, Isn't the? Isn't the second movie meant to be like very similar to the first one? Is it? Or... Um, it's like a reboot. Is it reboot? Ah, right, okay. It's fifteen minutes of like a remake of the like a recap of the first one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Are you are you a fan of the uh, the Evil Dead movies, Phil? Yeah, I haven't seen the um. The Evil Dead Rise yet, but yeah, I've seen the first three. I've seen the 2013. I, I watched the TV series as well. Yeah, I enjoy oh, them. Okay. They, they, they're really fun. The TV series is absolutely incredible. It's like they literally go all, yeah. all, all yeah, literally go all. Oh, sorry, Alfie. Uh, they literally go all out, right? On that in that in that show. Uh, if you know, if you know Phil, 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 right? Remember that mug scene? Oh yeah, mug <laughs> scene. <laughs> Like, what, what's, what's this? What's the scene? I can't, it's oh, it's, it's very spoilery. It's very, very right, spoilery. Okay. Yeah. But like, oh, if you okay. watch, if, whenever you, you watch, like the movie, yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah, watch it for yourself because it is. It's very, very gruesome. Very, very gruesome. But what's, what's like? The, what's the yeah. best movie in the franchise? Then is it? Is it like? Is it Army Darkness the oh. best one? Evil Dead Two for me. Not it. People's got like. Uh, different opinions like yeah more people yeah. have uh you know the may like oh, army of darkness is bad due to like the more badass badass uh, version of ash himself or you like the version from evil dead 2 which is like seeing his character develop into the badass himself where he gets yeah. just like you know the whole look you know he gets chainsaws a hand you know plus like you know you get the booms you get the sword off boomstick and that that's where everything starts and you meet Henrietta for the very first time. So, okay. you know, oh, like, oh, it may, the Evil Dead movies are incredible. I, it's like yeah. probably one of the, 
it's probably like one of the strongest uh, fran- horror franchises out there that has yeah. not have have it like a bad movie. Even though right, okay. I think, in my opinion, the 2013 is not my favorite movie. I'm very critical on that film. Yeah. Too- yeah. Yeah, because I rewatched that the other. I think it was Thursday. I rewatched that, and I still hate it. I still hate it since uh, like last time I watched it. I was uh, I was 15 when I, last time I watched it. You know, yeah. that's when I, that's when I started getting into the Evil Dead movies. Now, what when I watched it again on my second rewatch, it was like. I feel like I feel like my eyes are literally, you know, start. I was starting to fall asleep. I was like, the story. It's like it just it drags for the very, for the very first half hour. It literally yeah. does. It basically tries to remake like what the first movie is, but try to put like different kind of twists and stuff like that in. But in my opinion, it's I just didn't think the actors didn't know what they were doing, and half the time but, when I was watching it. But, but for me, the, twenty. Sorry. I, I think for me, for me with the 2013 one, it was the. I mean, I don't mind Blinger, but there was so the goal was like so excessive that it got to a point where it was just boring after a while. You know. Yeah, I agree. You know, how much longer is left? Jesus, you know? <laughs> it got boring after a while. I know, I, I know that with like wrestling though it's like if like if they do like too much blood in the wrestling shows it's like yeah a bit of, if they have blood in like one match it's like wow that, that's cool and then but it's like if every match does blood it's just like like you said Phil it's like movies is the same it's just like yeah, uh, yeah just, just too much now we just like it doesn't it just like normalizes yeah. it too much doesn't it like mm-hmm. yeah. it was a, my favorite yeah. of them is uh I like the first one the best because I like the low budget charm it was because Sam Raimi and the they 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 were they weren't like professional. They were just amateurs, and they raised the money and they shot it in a cabin, you know, for very yeah. little money. And it, it, I, I like that low, but like the fact that it's just it's a bunch of guys went out and made a horror movie, and it's yeah. you know they made something as good as that. So that's but uh, yeah, I like all three of the original trilogy. Evil Dead Two was really funny. Army of Darkness, I think uh, you lose a lot of the horror in that one. That one's more of a comedy action right, okay, thing. Yeah. 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 But, uh, Ced- Cedron, yeah, because that one's like mostly Cedron yeah. medieval times. That's what it is. But I tell you what, it's it, it's still a fun film. Because like I, I've recently just ordered a Evil Dead collection, like from oh, okay. like, yeah. of eBay. So it's like uh, the groovy edition where you mm-hmm. do get you only get the first two movies, but you also get the TV show. But, but the only shame thing you don't get Army of Darkness in the set, so. Like what I'm gonna do, I'm literally gonna buy the screen fat reset whenever yeah. I get my hands on it. I'm literally just gonna take the 4K disc out because I've just bought it for the Blu-rays, you know. Mm-hmm. I want the TV show as well. Yeah, yeah. And just stick, just stick the screen fat disc in. There you go. I've got them in straight like that. That's the whole groovy collection. So yeah. Awesome, mate. That's cool. Um, I don't know another film film I watched this week. I don't know if you've reviews have seen it. It's um, it's a few years old now. Get out. I think it was it. Oh, get oh, out! It, yeah, yeah. Is it Jordan? Yeah. Pe- was it Jordan Peele? Was it? Was who died? Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Have you both seen the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I. I've in my collection. So, uh, yeah. I mean, like, so just uh, I don't want to go too heavy on spoilers. Well, I suppose like spoilers ahead if you've not seen Get Out. Is it? It's it's been out a few years now, but um, that's a mad movie. I'm not really into like horror movies that much, but it's like a psychological horror where. Is this guy? Yeah. He's, 
he goes like he's this black guy he's got a white girlfriend and he's going to meet his girlfriend's family and he's kind of cautious he's like does she does your family know i'm black and he, he says this to the girlfriend and, and she's like oh no they're fine about it they're all this and then they go to the house and then he, he just keeps on seeing things that kind of feel a bit off and then you <laughs> it's so bad when you're watching this it's like so she's like a the mum of this of the girlfriend is like a hypnotist, and then the the hypnotize him and others into like doing stuff and becoming yeah. slaves and stuff. And I I never see I never saw that coming. I've I've heard so many great things about that movie, and I watched it last night. I thought, man, this is such a great film. Really, it really is like a, a top story. Like I love, I love the concept, yeah. and he's like it's just a surreal. What what do you think of it, Phil? I, I enjoyed it. I think I think some of the satire was a bit like heavy handed, but um yeah it was it was very enjoyable. Mm. I know he's had he's had like is he is he like is is George Jordan Peel, is he like one of the top guys in like the horror genre now, is he like is he uh, or is um, he is he just like an all round like director more? He's a comedian. I think. He's, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He, he, he was a like, comedian first. Keen Peel, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and he started like yeah, getting. Tape, he's, he's a big fan. He's a big fan of horror. So. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So plus, like, if you look into like other horror movies, uh, you never really had like, you know, people from the black uh, community, uh, yeah. take a lead in a horror movie before. So like, yeah, he yeah. he done something different with that, and it just worked, yeah. and. Through the re- that's that's why he didn't he didn't want like you know white white actors to be the lead in his films. So yeah. they tried to do something new, and it just worked straight straight out the box. And I tell you yeah. what, he picked some really good actors for like for those movies, like David. Is it Alejo? Okay, no, David. Is it Daniel Kaluuya? Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Because he was in uh, Get Out, and he was in Nope. Uh, so. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant British actor right there. I've got to agree on that. He's, he's right, done a really good yeah. job in that film. And I've got to say, if you remember the ending for that movie, what really what goes goes on, but I'm not going to mention it because it's a big <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, because that is yeah. been to the scene, yeah. Get Out uh, 1. Uh, anyway, that, that's basically Get Out is the only Jordan Peele movie I haven't seen at the cinema because I was seven, even though it was a 15. Yeah, uh, I was seventeen, and I didn't really care about that film until I saw right. it on, uh, you know, on physical. So it's 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 an absolute great film. Like, plus it it, it gives you like the, the thoughts, like what happened like during the nineteen eighteen hundreds as well. Because I can tell that mm-hmm. how that was like referenced as well in the film, and I and I think the uh, way uh, Jordan Peele uh, done it is just just perfect. And didn't go like you know straight straight in the box with it, so yeah. that's what no, I really. I, I, I thought it was a, a wicked movie. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, it's it would put me off. I've never been to a hypnotist, but I think it would put me off going to see hypnotist for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I don't think I'd want to do that. Like it's, I can't imagine being that bad. But I mean, that's just like, I just I like like just weird concept. I mean, I watched that uh, last night in Soho a few weeks back and I was kind of like, I didn't know whether that was like a good movie or like it just a, like a really weird concept where it just made me go like, wow, this is weird. But I think I felt like similar to this, but I felt like more like this was actually a good movie. Get out uh, like a really 
enjoying the story, the plot, and it just all all clicked really well. I was a, a, re- a really solid movie, and like it wasn't like too gory as well. Like, apart from maybe the endings, it gets a bit more, yeah, a bit gory. Like, but um, I could handle it. It was it was it's just a great story that I, I thought was really good. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, what's been on the screen this week uh, for us all. Um, I will say we are doing this live. Um, if you want to join the chat and the live discussion, uh, leave a comment and we will get throughout the section, the segments of today's show, we will answer some comments as well. And uh, if you're watching this on the live replay or on the podcast, um, leave your comments below and let us know your thoughts on all of today's topics. So first of all, we have got... Gareth from Video Tasties, and he said, evening, guys. Evening, Gareth. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Evening, uh, Gareth. Top guy. And we also have Stuart George. Uh, he says, nothing tops the original low-budget made uh, without Hollywood glam. It's got balls. I, I think, is he referring to Evil Dead, I imagine, I, on that one? Uh, I, th- I, think, I think it's Evil Dead, I, which I think it is, because, like, you know, low, low budget, low budget, um, you know, horror movies back during the day, it did, it did really well. Like, you know, yeah. so some of them became big, massive blockbusters. Same with, yeah. uh, with Evil Dead. Uh, I've got to say, Star Wars, that was a, well, I would say that was made, made out of, uh, you know, George Lucas's, uh, which I'm going to say, uh, I think it was Garage, wasn't it? Some of it was made out of these Garage. You know, I think mm. to, like some of it, but. Like you see that that Star Wars was a movie that was like run on a low budget as well, and that like and that also become a big massive success. The way they yeah. did that, too right, too right. Uh, so, like I said, uh, get in your comments, guys and girls, and let's get on with today's headline topic. The Movie Cheer Podcast presents the headline topic. For the episode, remember to spread a head, bit head, of head, headline topic. Head, head, head. Head, head, headline topic. Remember to spread a bit of movie cheer. So today's headline topic: Battle of the Movie Trilogies. As I said at the start of the show, we're going to put four movie trilogies up against each other to find out which one is the best. We are going to discuss it between the three of us to find out which one is the best. Those four trilogies are the OG Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire one. Uh, We've also got the Star Wars prequels, the uh, Planet of the Apes reboot, and we've got the Dark Knight trilogy, four solid trilogies there and it's going to be uh, good to deep dive into them and discuss them first off we're going to have spider-man the og spider-man trilogy versus the star wars prequel so um og spider-man trilogy we had the first one came out in 2002 second 2004 the last one 2007 uh star wars prequels we have 1999 uh, 2002 and 2005, which was the last one, Revenge of the Sith. Um, first of all, I, I will say I, I, I like both of these, but I'm also kind of like, there's certain bits where I don't like some of them, there's some, definitely some 
cons, some negatives to some of these movies throughout throughout the, both of these trilogies. They kind of both of them, I think, have got flaws within them both. I think like the you know the Spider-Man trilogy, the third one is probably the worst out of that yeah. that bunch for me personally. And I think we like Star Wars. Big Star Wars fan. Love the OG trilogy. Uh, there's good point. Like Phantom Menace is probably like the you know, I think Attack of the Clones is probably the worst of the bunch, but the Phantom Menace, it was, it had its good points, like Darth Maul, uh, great villain, and then that, you know, that villain was not continued in the movie trilogy, but continued in the TV shows, and, you know, a lot of fans love that villain. But I think there's tons of, like, good points from that, like Hugh McGregor, Dragon uh, Jim, uh, there's loads of great points, and I think, like, Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen, as well as Anakin and Darth Vader, he's another one where I thought, Initially, he was a bit an odd casting, but again, they've used him again in these TV shows now, and it feels like it's paying off the fact that they cast him, and it seems like that now, it's like a fine wine, it's like getting better with age, I feel like, the, the prequels, but uh, Phil, what? how do you feel, first of all, because I know I, I, we did an episode a few years back, and you said, I think it was your best year of movies was 2004, and yeah. the Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 was in the... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. What, what? How do you feel about first of all Spider Spider Man trilogy? How do you feel about the OG trilogy? Are you, are you a fan of it as a whole? What do you think? Yeah, I'm a fan of it as a whole. I think Spider Man Three is the weakest, and I do have some issues with the film, but I do still quite enjoy it. Spider Man One, Spider Man Two, like I absolutely loved as a kid. Yeah, and I watch them again now, and I still think they're really good. I still think they hold up really, really well. What was um, what was like for you the best part of Spider Man Two? Was it like the the villain, do you reckon, or is it just like just as a whole the whole, the whole movie was spectacular? Just the whole movie. I love the the plot, like the 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 whole thing of like Peter Parker. He gives up, you know, being Spider Man yeah. makes his life miserable, so he gives it up. <laughs> but then you know, obviously, he decides no, I have to be Spider Man, even though it makes yeah. my life hell. Because it's the right thing to do, and that is the the complete ethos of the Spider-Man Peter Parker character. So that's what I love yeah. about that. It's like it captures what makes the character character tick perfectly for me. And what, what did you think of the um, like it, obviously the third one? What 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 did you think laid it down there? Was it the just like too many characters, just a bad movie overall, or what went wrong with it? It was it was too many characters. Like I think the thing with Venom was rushed. Really, they should have ended it with Eddie Brock becoming Venom, and then had him be the main villain in the next one. But also, my yeah. main issues. I I didn't like how they they sort of retroactively made Uncle Ben Sandman Uncle Ben's killer. Because again, right. another motivation for Spider Man is it's because he let the robber go, and yeah. the robber kills Uncle Ben, and it's like it's that guilt. It's like oh. That yeah. kind of is one of the things that, that drives him. Yeah. He's then saying, oh, no, no, it's not your fault your uncle's dead. Some other guy. <laughs> Someone else done it then, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 did ruin, they did ruin that with that. It's, um, it's like, I, I don't know why they, they done that. I think there's so much, like, like, that film just didn't click, did it? The third one, it was just... Uh, but, you know, I, I felt like that with the second one at first when I initially watched that. I, I didn't enjoy it, but it's when you did that video, you said 2004 was your, you know, your best year, and you mentioned Spider-Man, so I went back and watched it then. 
And I absolutely, I, I loved Spider-Man 2 after watching it. I think it was just like a, a cracking film, absolutely cracking. Um, Ryan, how, yep. you know, the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, what are your thoughts on the Star Wars prequels, Ryan? Are you, are you a fan of these? Are they good? I mean, like, how how big of a Star Wars fan, first of all, are you? Are you are you a big fan of the series? Or Right. I'm very critical when it comes to Star Wars. Right. Um, well, I have got uh, Star Wars pops uh, around it, so I am a big fan of Star Wars. So, the Star Wars prequels, right? Phantom Menace was the one that start, started it all, yeah. uh, the whole trilogy for me. Yeah. Um, it's an okay film, which I'm just going to just gonna say, but it's also a fun film. Uh, but I think the worst thing about that film has got to be Jar Jar Binks, the whole, char- <laughs> the whole character. It's like, you know, because first it's the introduction of using CGI yeah. in, uh, in Star Wars, because, like, Everything was like practical effects, well, except for like when you're using like lasers and stuff like that uh, in the film, you know, because like because half it is uh, you know stop motion animation in some places or like yeah. models and that. But this is like the first time we are using CGI for the very first time in a Star Wars movie, which would have been a very very big success back then. And yeah. um, so the whole story, which I'm gonna say now, like. I think it was a bit. It was the ending was shit, which I'm just gonna say now. That's not, that's what I'm gonna say. You had one of the most greatest villains in that whole trilogy. What happened? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got his butt. He's got his body chopped in half. There you go. That's that's one thing. It's like Darth Maul. Darth Maul. I I wanted to see. I wanted to see his um his character develop in this trilogy, yeah. but yeah. no. Who who did we get? Little kid Anakin Skywalker, who we know, known and love as as Darth Vader, so it's a really good way where they were going to take take the story, which I'm just gonna yeah. gonna say now. But it's when it led in Attack of the Clones, one of the most controversial movies that I have I had to sit through when I was a kid, right. It wouldn't have bo- it wouldn't have bothered us then, right? But when I watched it in my teenage years, I I was literally like, "Am I watching the bloody soaps or something?" Because like all, all I'm seeing, all I'm I'm seeing, yeah, this is this is the big massive love love dynamic between Padme Padme and bloody Anakin Skywalker halfway through the movie. Yeah. That's, it was more like a it was more like a uh, was it a love story in a way. It was. Yeah. Uh, Padme and Anakin Skywalker try, trying to fall in love and chill and trying to get it on. That's basically what it was, you know? <laughs> and what and wasn't, wasn't Padme, right? All Padme was older. She was in, like, I think she was, like, 25 or something like that around that time, right? Yeah. While Anakin was still growing up, and I think it was, like, either 17, 16, or whatever age he was, during that time, I was like, okay, this is getting a bit weird here with his love <laughs> dynamic. Jeez, Jesus, like, I was literally wondering what the hell's going on here. It's like, I might, go, I might end up going to see these, like, again, arguing, and end up going on Jeremy Kyle or something. Like, that's that's, that's something I was really uh, watching, man. Hey, God. 
And that whole right, I'm gonna say about the arena scene, right? The whole yeah. arena scene near the end of the movie, where you see all oh, the Jedi's and all, and plus like the tr- troops from from the Sith co- come in. You know the droids. Yeah, yeah and then the clone troopers come down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, with the clone troopers and that. And then you see all the Jedi's like go literally like fighting in, the, in this big massive arena. I was like, who am I supposed to tell which one's who? The only one I can tell is Samuel Jackson with his purple lightsaber. That's all I can tell who it was. I was like, what's hey, I'll tell what? you what, like Did you not like that scene, Ryan? Did, not did like you not like scene? it? Oh you, did you like it? Oh no, did you not like oh, it? It's a, it's a decent scene. I just thought I just thought it went on for too long. All right. I was like, oh, oh, come on, man. Right. Where, where's, where's Bull? I wanted to say, look, you got little Boba Fett, literally yeah. like, well, you know, the one with the long hair and that, yeah. before yeah. he went bald. In, 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 in the new in the new one. Plus, yeah, because it's, because uh, then you had uh, uh, Tamara, uh, something I did. Morrison. I think, Tamara yeah, Morrison. You know, yeah, because um, he, play, he played the, the father in that one before he got the role as Boba Fett himself in the new ones. I was like, you know, oh yeah, we've got this new Boba Fett. Pop, pop. It's an introduction to the Mandalorian kind of thing, even though we had a Mandalor- Boba Fett anyway, because the Mandalorians were around that stage anyway. Yeah. But you know what happened to his character? God, one of the worst steps I've seen in the entire, like, you know, I've got to say, the pre- in the prequel history. Like literally, literally, and I could literally just like kind of, I could literally kind of stun his character in that in that movie. Unless I'm watching, you know, The Mandalorian when he plays Boba Fett, which he's much better as. But yeah. like, it just takes the whole development of this character. Oh yeah, right. And I've got to say now, right, you and McGregor, it's absolutely pointless in that entire movie. It's it's just there, right? Okay. Right. Every single time I see him. Right, even though he's in most of the movie, he's not even doing nothing. Well, doesn't he go like a cafe? Does he go like a cafe in that movie? Which one? Yeah. Which one's? Is oh, that, is that the one, Phil? He goes to the cafe yeah. and then, and he gets caught by Dooku and stuff like that, doesn't he? Oh, I can't do it. I've got, I've got, I've got to get it right. Chris Belly's was really good in the star in the Star Wars yeah. prequel, like absolutely, mm. absolutely brilliant. You know, continuing like with Peter Cushing in the original movies. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Cameo from an from an angry dog. <laughs> Cameo from an angry dog because he heard because he heard a siren outside. I um, I you didn't like the Star Wars people stay. I can tell tell from the growling. I don't think he does. <laughs> no. Well, what about what about the uh, does the you know does this the third one does that redeem the trilogy for you? Oh, definitely the third one's brilliant. It's like one of the best films out of the whole trilogy. It's like the whole yeah. develop development of. Anakin Skywalker as you know journey into becoming Darth Vader himself, and that yeah. that was so great. And the ending is just incredible, you know. It's, it's you were my brother. Like... You were my brother, Anakin. I have Anakin. I have the high ground, and he absolutely hates you know like Obi Wan for that whole whole reason because he's just like, oh yeah, you know what happened to him? He's got got his leg chopped off, all that kind of stuff. It's mental, man. Mental, but. The whole movie itself, it's just a really good development. You just see, uh, you know, Hayden Christensen playing Anakin, and I think it just works so well, you know. You got it, you got it right, movie. didn't he? Yeah, they did get it right. He's, he was just rubbish in the second one. Mm. Yeah, the so, second one was... 
definitely the letdown. Yeah, do you, like, well, what do you feel with with the uh, the Star Wars prequels? Do you think they would have been better? Say, like if they were made now with like the practical effects they use in like the the sequel trilogies, would they have the yeah. same story? Do you reckon people would have liked them more, or do you reckon it would still be the same? It was it'd be the you know the story was just bad, or do you reckon it was like this bad CGI like and like like uh, Ryan said, Jar Jar things? Like, what you, what I don't think it was the the CGI because I remember, I saw those all those films at the cinema when they came out, and you know the, the special effects are really good. I think it was more the script, like people had issues with the scripts and the dialogue, and the stories. And, and, you yeah, know, modern special effects wouldn't change. Like what people think of them, I think the opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think, I think, I, I think it's just like the story just didn't, it didn't sit right. And, it, and it's weird as well because it's you know it's, it's George Lucas as he comes back. Yeah, it's his baby. You think he? I don't know whether it was just like he just rushed him or something, maybe, or or maybe that's the story he just wanted to tell, and he just you know yeah. fans just didn't like it. Like maybe I think it's like it reminds me a lot with like the Boba Fett TV show they done now, where it's like. A lot of people were kind of like, so I don't. Some people probably love it. I, I, I was like mixed on it because it was like you have this opinion of what Boba Fett is, and then he's like this, this like villainous character, and then he turns out to be this good guy in this sequel TV show. And I think it's maybe just like one of them things where we'll never, whatever they would have put down on a plate after the, the OG trilogy, it would yeah. just been no one would have liked it. I think because because we loved that that original set of movies so much. And we put them on a, like a pedestal, and then the, anything that comes, you know, after it is just kind of like because it's the same with the sequels. I, I don't think there's anyone who's ever said like oh, I adore this over the originals. So I think everyone's always going to say no. the OG. I, I think the majority of people, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the sequel trilogy is probably like one of the worst like trilogies in the Star Wars franchise. Like. Yeah. Like I think the only decent one in that whole trilogy is probably gotta be Force Awakens because it's basically just a new hope. It's basically what it is, right? So it's a good film. It's a good film. It's just like I just, that has just so much big uh, coming from uh, you know Finn's character. They were building it mm-hmm. so up to the high. I yeah. I was like, oh yeah, are we finally gonna get finally see like one of the stormtroopers actually like force sensitive, like Leia running the movie? Yeah. Just realized it was actually Ray all along. I was like, what? I was like, come on, right? You see you see this guy right trying to use a lightsaber about the whole film, right? You have you had this on the marketing for all for right yeah. and you and you and you don't even like you know get you don't even get like half half of it with with them in. So basically I would say it was it was false advertising in a way, but yeah. I believe it was. False advertising, like when that film come out, because yeah. like, because I, I think uh, this Daisy Ridley, like, was it Daisy Fisher? Or da- Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, um, I'm getting mixed up with uh, with Carrie Fisher. They, um, uh, Daisy Daisy Ridley. I didn't think she was uh, was right for the role, but well, oh, she could have been. Right, she could have been if if the script were written properly. What do you right, think, you Billy? Know? What are your thoughts on Daisy Ridley, Phil? You're you a fan of her? No, she can't act. Like, I just think, like, all these talented young actresses who were about her age when that was made, and you pick that black hole of charisma to play the part. What what are you doing? (laughs) Just so wooden. Yeah, you know what? I was going to say, she is like, she does seem a bit wooden, and she's not really done 
much since. I mean, I, I've not yeah. really seen her in anything. I know she's no. done that one with uh, the Spider-Man guy. I can't forget. And, not Andrew oh, Garfield. Um, yeah, she's done some, some sci-fi movie, didn't she? <laughs> but I've never seen it. Was it Chaos Walton? That was the one. Yeah, yeah. Is it any yeah. good? No. <laughs> I don't even watch that. I just, I just, I just know it's rubbish. Right. Okay. So, um, uh, I've, not, I've not seen her. Really. I mean, she's obviously they're doing the new ones now, where they with her in. Maybe, maybe she's she's like her acting performances will get better. I don't think she was yeah. like the world's worst actress, but I, I, I agree. I think she was in that first movie in particular. She was a bit woody. Definitely. I think the I think the problem with like with like you know Lucasfilm and like it's like. It's all got to do with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, like interfering, like with like with these projects, like mm. oh, Star Wars got to be this, got to be that, right? Even though George Lucas had a whole plan, right, all together, he he gave them that plan, and what they've done, oh yeah, let's just scrap this plan and just make it like make it make it their own, and you know, it, it just failed. It just failed like where they were going to take with these characters, you know. Mm. And plus, like, the whole, uh, with Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Which, oh, that's a whole situation. Uh, Return of J.J. Abrams returning as the director after the, from the traumatic experience of The Last Jedi. But, like, you know, it's just, uh, the last, I've literally, Star Wars lost all hope in that film. Literally. Oh, yeah, let's bring a character back. Oh, let's have uh, Palpatine come back. Oh, it's not the real Palpatine, even though he 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 died. We've got a bloody we've got his corn instead. It's like, what's going on here? What's going on here? Out of all the characters you could have you would have brought back, you brought bloody Palpatine back. Wait, you could have easily brought Darth Maul. Like, wait a minute, Darth Maul could have been in that. Oh no, it was it was either Palpatine or Jar Jar Binks, mate. <laughs> Oh, come on, I would love George R. Binks. It's like, oh, George R. Binks. Like, yeah, come on, let's oh. bring it on. That, yeah. Not literally, literally, we'll just, just change his voice up a bit, right? Instead of mm. like, have that ridiculous voice, give him like a more like darker tone, you know? Yeah. And same, same, finally uh, kick, some, kick some ass or something. But like Adam Driver, about that whole trilogy, he was just not Great. right for that. Oh, role. right. Whoa. No way! No, no, I said right, right. doing the good things. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Phil there, mate. I, I, that Adam Driver, <laughs> he was—he no, was no, awesome. No. I look, I like Adam Driver. I just thought, I thought his character without the whole whole trilogy wasn't yeah. that menacing. I was yeah. like, what's going on here? They're just—they're just doing the whole Darth Vader thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like you know. Or Darth Vader, or he started off as a, as a good person till he went, till he went to you know, like he went he went to the dark side of the Force. But what happened to his son? What happened? What happened to his grandson, aka Ben Solo? You know, mm. you know, as everyone know, uh, Kylo Ren. You know, he he was he was just mad for no reason at all. He was just mad. He was just mad. He just didn't know. What was going on at that certain time? Because he believed that you know Luke Skywalker killed killed other Padawans, like that kind of thing. That's how I was starting to notice. You know, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. It was just him that thinking of something something different. Oh yeah, he's got all oh, this something dark or dark inside of this. You know, in, in Ben Solo. Oh yeah, well well you know Han Solo. 
died for no reason at all. I was like, he didn't even hit his dad. He, was, he, he died he, because Harrison Ford wouldn't come back unless they killed him off. Like, that's, that's nah, the reason. Should, nah, man, you shouldn't have killed him off. They should have just put him back in the stasis. That's what they should have just done. Just freeze him again. Like, that, that's what they should have done. And then just, like, you know, just leave him there. You know, that that's the end of his character. Send him back, yeah. send, send him back being frozen. At least his character would be in peace, you know. And um, well, <laughs> and what, what I also oh, wait, well, what I'm just doing now before on, before I uh, <laughs> get on anything, before you get on everything else, right? Is that Carrie Fisher should have known how to use the force, even though she was force sensitive, she should have yeah. got training from Luke. Mm. You know, oh yeah, finally we're gonna see Leah instead of using using a gun. Well, the whole bloody trilogy. We could have got her using a, a lightsaber. Oh no, we got nothing. She was just there when the, in the new trilogy. She was just there. It's like, oh, it, to be honest, right? I say to myself, I will never ever rewatch the sequel trilogy again, and I never did. Last time I saw them was 20, 2019. And I'll never go back ever since. I'll just watch the Audrey trilogy, which is the only solid, like, you know, trilogy out of the whole Star Wars franchise. And the prequels. What about the prequels? Watch them as well? Yeah, well, of course course I'll uh, watch the prequels because, you know, I like the third one. So I've got to get credit on that. So there there you go. And uh, plus, I like Rogue One. Rogue One is an absolute brilliant standalone story. Super. But... Solo, a Star Wars story, does not exist. <laughs> I, so love I, I think it's good. I think it's a good film, that one. But, anyway, let's cast our votes, gents. OG Spider-Man, Star Wars. I, we both know that Ryan's a big fan of the Star Wars franchise, especially the sequel trilogy. Um, oh, we know he's a big that. fan of. <laughs> but the prequels... Versus the OG Spider-Man. Um, Phil, I'm going to go with yourself first. Which one is your favourite trilogy out of those two, buddy? Um, I'm, I'm going to say Spider-Man. I do enjoy the prequels to, to varying degrees, but I'd say uh, Spider-Man, I think, is a more uh, uh, better series of films, to be honest. Yeah. Ryan, what about yourself? Spider-Man. Uh, uh... Or, um, I mean, what, what's your favorite Spider-Man movie? Which one do you say? Which one's your favorite? Out of them three? Uh, mine has got to be uh, the second one. Second it's one. just like yeah. Well, yeah. Def- definitely with that, with with the famous uh, just mind me, for Adam message say, um, it's got to be the second one where you just where you just say you know, uh, you know Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man, uh, trying to stop that trying to stop the train from like falling off the. Of the yeah, tra- yeah. On the tracks, you know, that was incredible, right? Yeah. When he stops that, he literally like damaged himself right there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even though when he was doing that, he was still going through losing his powers as well, because he yeah. didn't. He tried. He tried his best, you know. So the literally the scene, like just seeing Spider-Man uh, walking in front, from top of the people, you know, just like just looking out for him. He's just like good, you know. Yeah. People, people will respect him for who he is. So, I'm going to, for me, I've got to say Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man trilogy. You know what, this, this is a tough one for me because I'm a big Star Wars fan as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I think I think after watching them, I think I gotta go with Spider Man as well. Because I think after watching that, after Phil men- mentioned it going back to Spider Man 2, I watched that time. I, I I used to really like the first one the best out of that trilogy, but then I think watching that, oh, you know what, I do like Star Wars as well. But no, I'm gonna go with Sp- Spider Man as well. Yeah. Oh definitely. I think I think the prequels to Star Wars. I think it's great because it's set the groundwork for what they're doing with the TV shows now. And I think it's I think it's great. I don't think they're like especially brilliant movies, but I think what they're yeah. setting the groundwork for the future of Star Wars. It's it's paying off now at this moment in time. And I, I do like their movies. I don't love them, but I enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Spider Man, I think the first two are solid. The third one is not great, but I think the first two are so good they make up for the you know the appalling third movie uh, then first two movies are really solid films like green Goblin. we didn't get even get to green goblin yeah you, like that's ryan's got the the disc on his oh he's got he's, he's got oh phil's got as well they've both got the disc i've got the star wars as well <laughs> oh these gents are preferred they've got the look at this oh, sweet oh he's got them all four q He's showing them off now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, go for it. <laughs> Show them off, man. Show them off. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I think I think we're all in agreement. Then Spider Man is the uh, the winner of the battle between Spider Man and Star Wars the prequels. So now we are going to go to the next battle, and it is the Planet of the Apes reboot that was 2011, 2014, and 2017. A reboot of the the classic Planet of the Apes franchise. We had the Tim Burton one a few years earlier, like early 2000s or something like that, or 19, I think it was 2001, wasn't it? And that was, yeah. I think they tried yeah. to do a reboot there. It didn't pay off, even though I really like that movie. I think it's a solid film, and it definitely, the ending of that really warranted a movie. It should have had a sequel yeah. in some form, maybe it would be like a comic book or something like that. I don't know if you've ever done like a comic book or something like that, but I would have loved to have seen a, a conclusion to that, that ending. Uh, but yeah, so the reboots, 2011 to 2017, we have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and it finishes with War for the Planet of the Apes. And yeah. then that is going up against the Dark Knight trilogy, Christopher Nolan's directed trilogy starring Christian Bale, uh, obviously Heath Ledger as the Joker in the second movie. And this was 2005, Batman Begins, Dark Knight was 2008, and Dark Knight Rises was 2012. Uh, so different, obviously... You know, there's a bit of, they come out, the last Dark Knight movie comes out a year after the first Planet of the Apes uh, reboot movie comes out. Uh, personally, yeah, I'm a big, fran- big fan of the franchise. I, I love the, the original. I think they get a bit, like, a bit wacky, a bit cheesy than Planet of the Apes movies. I think the first two are probably the most solid because then they, they just go, like, a bit weird, especially when the apes are going to planet Earth in present day and stuff like that. And it's a... Uh, they're not, they're not awful, but they're not, like, spectacular. Like, the first one is just a masterpiece of a movie. And even the TV show, I think the TV show is is, is great as well. Like the, uh, yeah, the TV Planet show Apes. is really good. That's that's a, that's a solid show. That I really enjoyed that. I thought I was going to watch that. I've only seen it once, but I really like that. But yeah. that's that's great. But, yeah, I, I love the franchise. And I, I was a bit, like, cautious because, I, like I said, I really like the Tim Burton remake as well. I thought that was a really good film. Very different. Same sort of story, but it was it felt different yeah. enough. It didn't feel like it was like a you know a copy and paste remake. It was like it did its own thing with that story with the Matt Wahlberg one. 
Um, so reboots, they do it and they have like, you know, live action, they're using mocap technology. So it's not like the actors in makeup anymore, wearing yeah. masks and stuff like that. They go a totally different route with it. They go more like CGI, like gone. They get Andy Serkis in there to play the leading ape, Caesar. And this one rather than the stories being about the humans going into a planet and, you know, a strange planet full of apes. This one's kind of like set in present day and the development of that world becoming a planet of the apes. And it's more of the point of view of the character of Caesar played by Andy Serkis becoming that, yeah. you know, that ape who's intelligent. And then you've seen the apes slowly grow yeah. intelligence all you through yeah. the movies. And I think, I think it's great. And then obviously Dark Knight is just a totally different shift with Christian Bale in the, uh, totally different from the George Clooney, the Val Kilmer, Tim Burton ones. Uh, more, more, more serious, totally different genre. And they're just amazing. I mean, Dark Knight for me, just the best cinema experience ever. Absolutely love it. I always go back and still remember the experience of that. And I just yeah. love them films. But um, I'm going to start off with Phil. Um, first of all, Planet of the Apes, mate. How... What are you a fan of the franchise as a whole? And you said you've seen the TV show, the the originals. Were you out with Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes is my favorite franchise ever, probably. Like, <laughs> yes. I, I love, like even the really bad ones, I still love just because it's Planet of the Apes. Like, if you yeah. talk to my friends, they will tell you I can go on about Planet of the Apes for hours. Yes, <laughs> <For real. laughs> we, we've only got another hour. Hi, hi, that. That's one big. So I haven't seen the, I haven't seen like all the like the the old ones yet. Yeah. I've seen the first, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the sequels yet, right? Yeah. But I've seen the like the, you know the remake that they did with Tim Burton, yeah. and uh, but I haven't seen War for the Planet of the Apes. Well, just to say, yeah. so yeah. um, yeah. So that's the only one. Even though I've got it yeah. on DVD somewhere floating around in that cupboard. Yeah. So like, you're in for a treat, mate. You're in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about the the reboots, Phil? Did you did you like what did you think of them first of all compared to the originals? Uh, yeah, I mean, you like into them straight away. Did you feel like it was um, too different? Or I was trepidatious when the first one Rise came out. It was I was a bit trepidatious because you know, like you say to um, they were using you know CGI instead of like the makeup, and I was like the makeup in the originals. It was at James Franco, who's an actor I normally can't stand. There's only three things. I can stand James Franco in. We've talked about two of them already. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, the third one's Freaks and Geeks, which is a fantastic TV series, but I'm not going to... Um, and uh, mm-hmm. also it was kind of a remake of Conquest of Planet Eight, which is the fourth one where Caesar basically is the first intelligent ape and he like, leads yeah, an ape revolution. And I really yeah. loved that one. So I was a trepidation, but when, so I didn't see it in the cinema. But right. I saw it when it came on DVD, and I did really, I did think it was good. It was a good film. I liked it. I do, um, and this is something that I feel about all three of them. I do miss some of the humour from the original films because the original films had this kind of satirical undercurrent. Yeah, yeah uh, that's missing in the new ones. The new ones are a lot more serious, but still, that, that, that's just you know, me. But they're still very good. Uh, Dawn, I went to see in the cinema. I really loved that. I thought it was the best one since the original. That's the second one, isn't it? Yeah, and then Wall, I saw that, and then I thought this one's even better. This one's that one was the best one since the original. Like they're just it, yeah. each one got progressively better. I thought because normally with trilogies they get progressively worse, but yeah. the fact <laughs> is, I thought it got better each one. 
And like they are really, really great. And the the CGI, even though I miss the you know the eight megahertz, the CGI is fantastic. Like the third one, there were parts where I forgot. It's like CGI. Like I thought it was a real ape I was watching. <laughs> That's how good they were. So yeah, really, really, really like them. Yeah. I, I I said to Ryan last night, Phil, um, that war because Ryan, you you're not seeing yeah. the last one, have you? War for the planet. Uh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't really got round to watch watching it yet because like. Uh. You know, I am a big, I am a big massive nerd, like for half of these, like big massive franchises and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, see, I, I normally like dive into the horror franchise half the time. But I, well, I, I'm a big massive action fan as well when yeah. it comes to Arnie and stuff like that. But like, the Planet of the Apes, like for me, is that I've only seen the first one. I've mm. only seen right. I've seen the re- the, the remake. I've yeah. seen yeah. Rise and I've seen Dawn. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can I can t- easily talk about them, but when it comes to war, I'll probably say like, anyway, what 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 are they talking about now? You know, like that, that kind of thing. But it's it's just it's always been that, that franchise. I do I really love like how these movies develop. Yeah. Like yeah. you know in a whole, but like, but so but sometimes I like I literally like face out. Wait a minute, how? Do, so if you're looking from Rise uh, for over a sudden, when yeah. you find out how they, they gain their intelligence. Mm. It's because because remember because they, they were in that lab, weren't they? Like the yeah. big massive yeah. like laboratory, aka prison, uh, prison, which yeah. I'm going to say like yeah, yeah. it's just base basically an animal abusive like kind of center, which I do with, with these apes, like releasing this like kind of like you know gas, which I believe it yeah. was knock them out, yeah. but I think somehow uh, it gave Caesar. A bit of mm-hmm. you know intelligence due to like what's being experimented yeah. in that actual uh, la- laboratory, which I've noticed. Yeah. I, I'm just basically just thinking from the top of my head, but I'm being really good here. Like once, once he takes takes it in for this uh, this chemical, like you know, inside of him, he yeah. begins to uh, his intelligence starts to get incredible. Like how these yeah. like you know apes develop. You know, they they don't want to be be abused anymore. That like humans literally just do this, you know, for no no reason at all. They're just doing it for experimental purposes, which you, which you do see in this felt in the first one, and being able to see them to fight back, you know, it's just incredible. You know, yeah. they just want to be free. They just want to, want to live, you know, in the wilds where they where they were supposed to be. Which yeah. lifted done, and that even even the other apes got got this like yeah. this chemical basis as well, and you just see this all develop. Even this the second one, which I've got to say is one hell of a good development for for the apes before mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know it's humans. The what the one I think the I think the I think are they drilling for like you know oil and stuff like that. I think they believe it was, or was it water? I'm trying to remember now. It's like water, remember? isn't it? Yeah, because like they haven't got the electricity of the and stuff like that. Everything's just like went yeah. to yeah, ruins I in the world, isn't it? It's like yeah. Gary Gary Oldman's in the second one, isn't he? Gary Oldman and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he plays he plays like mostly the villain in that one, didn't he? Because I remember yeah. now, because he he, like, he, he, he he wants to. I think he wants yeah. to go to war with them. I think I yeah. believe it was to be able to have their world back, be able to get that electricity back. You know. 
Uh, but but they try to make a trade with the apes to be able to get the water or get the electricity back 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 and running. But because you remember one of the but one of the apes, you know, went rogue and decided to go to the humans well start killing people. Yeah. But I think I think I think he I think he went for weapons, I believe it was. Was it was yeah, it Cobra? Yeah. Was it was yeah, the ape called Cobra? Yeah, it was Cobra. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because he he was like, oh, we should be fight, fighting and killing like the humans and stuff like yeah. that. I remember now, and his character, well, the, the, the ape's character was uh, was very 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 clever because he started learning English as well, like yeah. you know somehow because like the you know we just learned from sign language, like what yeah. like, and stuff like that. But well, soon during the through the future, like how far it tells you the they've got they've gone talking normal English and started to turn humans into slaves. So, yeah. so that's the instead of instead of animals being like more like slaves, yeah. like you know having like pets and all, we we turn into the pets. Like that's that's what the whole uh, part of the apes like era began, and it does yeah. say that from there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a. I mean that that is it's just a cool. Uh, I think as well if you looked back to that original one as well, and then yeah. you see the way, like especially I think like you said that especially that second one I think and the and the first one. Yeah, you see now how it's it really just it's like the the development into that original first movie, isn't it? It's yeah. just like it's you can see it's like the what they were trying to do with this this yeah. reboot and and I think it they paid it off really well. Like, like I mean, the third one's spectacular, but the first two are just as good. Like, I mean, I think mm-hmm. just they pay a lot of like respect to that original movie. Yeah, um, all the movies like there are parts yeah. like fan there are like loads of little references and pop points taken from the originals that you pick up on if you've seen them all. So definitely, definitely, you can tell the people I, I, making them really love the franchise. Yeah, I think I think it it, it looks to me like because I, I know they got like Matt Reeves, the guy who's done the Batman, didn't they, for the yeah. last so. yeah. yeah, second and third one. Yeah, and I, I reckon it feels like you're watching them like you were saying, Phil. Then it's like you know, there's a lot for the fans, and I think I feel like yeah. these are movies that have not been like massively interfered with by like studios. I feel like they've. Mm-hmm. They've kind of, especially in the last studio, I feel like they've just let the director do what they want to do and yeah. just kind of like make mm. some of the part of the Ace fans really would enjoy. And I mean, they nailed it. I think they nailed it on the head. I think they, they made a yeah. super trilogy. And they're, obviously, they're doing more, aren't they? They haven't said because it's Disney yeah. own it now. And they said they're going to do yeah. more of these and continue it. So hopefully, they're just as good. I mean, and yeah, I, I don't know. What's the new one going to be called? I don't know. I think they have announced it already, but I have no idea where it's going. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, it was a long time ago, but I, because Disney's got that control now, uh, mm. it's not going to be like what yeah. people are expecting it to be. So, mm. um, like, what I'm thinking about it, it's going to be very woke, which I'm just going to say now. Uh, as Disney is trying to be now, because oh yeah, everyone's got to be like you know, like everyone woke, as it woke. was <laughs> a woke planet of the apes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like the woke, find out like one of the apes is like general fluid or something like. You know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. woke, <laughs> I'm not even going into that reader. <laughs> that, that's a whole. That's, that's a whole. Let's, let's talk. Let's let's talk about that night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything on that topic, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to shift shift to, yeah, we'll, to movies. We'll, uh, yeah, that that's a conversation. That, that, that's a conversation for a different night. Yeah, so, yes. moving on. Somebody who has a clue. Just, uh, 
<laughs> anyway, The Dark Knight. I mean, like I said, Christopher Nolan directs this this trilogy, starts in 2005. Batman Begins. Yeah. A cracking, for me, just a really great opening origin story. And really, again, just tells a bit more, rather than like a, like a, a more comedy version, what we've seen before in Batman, yeah. and more set in realism, like a, a realistic superhero, a guy yeah. who's mega rich, and he, you know, gets a suit and he becomes Batman. We get that story. Uh, we also get a shout in the background. I think that's <laughs> is that your, is that your niece or something, Ryan? Is it us? Yeah, that, yeah, that was me, niece uh, calling. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. Uh, it's worry, okay, right. mate. Yeah, that's fast. Fine. We'll keep on talking for it. I mean, yeah. a totally different look at the Batman franchise, you know, with just a real serious edge to it. And then you have the Dark Knight again. Heath Ledger's Joker for I mean, for a lot of people, stole yeah. the show. And then I think the third film, not not the world's worst movie, but I think it yeah. it couldn't top that. I think when you said before, like with the Planet of the Apes movies, they progressively yeah. got better each movie. I think that third movie just went down a few points in yeah. uh, on that last one for um, the Dark Knight. But I mean. The Dark Knight trilogy as a whole, Phil. How do you how do you feel about? It? Are you are you a fan of it? Are you, what do you think of the, the trilogy? What do I think of them? I think um, Batman Begins. I really like. I think it might be my favorite Batman film. I'm not sure whether yeah. it might be that or the Batman. I really like Batman Begins. Right. I remember seeing it at the time, but I didn't know what a reboot was. So I was very confused. I thought it was a prequel to the Tim Burton movie. So when they right, had like okay. Batman's parents, I'm like, I thought the Joker did it. I was very. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah, Batman Begins is phenomenal. The Dark Knight, I think. At this, I don't know if this is a uh, controversial statement, but I think it's it's not so much the the film itself that's great. It's Heath Ledger that makes it great. I think the film yeah. itself is pretty good, but like he right, takes okay. it. He it's a it's an all time classic because of his performance. Like I think. No, I, I agree with that. Definitely. And uh, Dark Knight Rises, I I haven't I watched it once. I remember thinking yeah. it was okay, but I've never had the urge to watch it again. So I, I, I don't know. Um, can't really comment on that. I haven't seen it in about yeah. ten years. So yeah, I, I, I'm like that. I think it's one where if I go and watch them movies, I'll either watch the the first one or the second yeah. one. I, I never, I never tend to check out the third movie. It's just like. Mm. I didn't think it was like I said. It wasn't an awful movie. It's just it didn't. Yeah. It just didn't get better from. The, and I think yeah. you went into it and you're just like, I remember coming out of the cinema just thinking, oh yeah, okay, it was it was okay, but it wasn't like I think we were all had seen that last movie and maybe going into it we were all we were like over expecting stuff and anticipating something much better because the second one was just. I mean, <sighs> like you said, it was a good film, but I think Heath Ledger's character and his acting. And yeah. Obviously, in passing away at that time as well, just made it yeah. even more. Yeah, and it's weird that I know it's like it's like is, is it is it, like you said is it a good movie or is it just like because I, I get that a lot with like I think like um I've said on the podcast before like Goodwill Hunted, I think yeah. Robin Williams' character in that movie is is really good, but I don't think it's actually a good movie. And it's just I think there's tons of movies like that where it's like, oh, they're, they're not like yeah. the world's worst movies, but I think like there's a character yeah. that really. Mm-hmm. Makes it better, and then you look at the film. Film overall, you're like, is it actually yeah. a good movie? And maybe, maybe, maybe I've got like nostalgia glasses on with Dark Knight, maybe because yeah. just the experience of going to the cinema. Maybe it's maybe in my mind, it's like it's the world's best movie, but it's actually the plot's not actually that yeah. great. It's just the fact that Ledger's just awesome as yeah. the Joker. 
Oh, um, although I will say, talking of performances in that film, uh, Aaron Eckhart, I think, is yeah. also just as great as Heath Ledger. Like, people kind of yeah, yeah. forgot about because everyone talks about Heath yeah. Ledger in that film. Rightfully so, but like I think he was just as good performance-wise. He was phenomenal as well. Definitely, no, no, he was. He was as yeah, as Harvey yeah. Dent, Two Face. He was, he was, uh-huh. he was yeah. amazing. See, see, like that's what they should have focused on. I think they should have focused on Two Face more because, yeah. like, you know, you see, you see, Har- you see Harvey, you know, Harvey Dent, you know, uh-huh. just you know, he's living about he's living the best life. You yeah. know, he's going to become the mayor, like as he's as he was going to be. As he was supposed to do in the comics before yeah. the whole accident, you know, like yeah. in this movie, he ends up getting his like face burnt, burned off with like with acid or well, half of his face. But was that yeah. no? What was that acid? Or he was got, it like, like, he got, it was like, like burnt something it, powerful it? and then the fire yeah. caught on? Yeah, him. yeah, because yeah, he's got his face, he's got his face, half his face burned off. And then you do, then you just see like the the second personality. A psychological yeah. effect, yeah. like what's happening with him, because like you yeah. just absolutely hate like how he looks like, and I think like seeing that like in real life term, it's just literally amazing. And then you just yeah. see him like involvement in the big massive like you know villain like as he is this crime lord, yeah. which you do see him as. While you just see the Joker is just a big massive terrorist, basically, yeah. basically what he was, and yeah. like. To be honest, in my opinion about the Dark Knight, I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I still enjoy it, I, yeah. but I just don't think it's a great film. You yeah, know? I I it, believe it's. I'm gonna say now. I think it. I think it's overrated. It, which it I bit, believe it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's, it's overrated. <laughs> I prefer Batman Begins with Ra Ra's yeah. Al You know, with um. You know, with Liam Neeson, plus you had Scarecrow, which was just there most of the time. Yeah, would, so, yeah, well, Phil, Phil that... said this. Phil said this. You said like the Batman and Batman Begins are like two of your favourites, haven't you? You said yeah. before, like, it's... yeah. I, 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 I love, I, I love the bat, the bat, the Batman is really good. I really yeah. enjoyed that. But I think the problem with that film right there, it's too long. I'm just gonna say now. Yeah. Like, could have had about ten minutes or twenty minutes cut out, probably. I, I think, I think for me, I think it's like, oh yeah, if you're making this into a detective story, it's like I would say two hours would probably be the the maximum for yeah. Bat, for the Batman movie. But two like movies are getting longer and people want to see more. Yeah. It's yeah, like I, I can tell like tell why, but I think nearly three hours is a bit too long, in my yeah. opinion, because. You got the adverts as well because that, yeah. that gets like extended on anyway. So you're sitting yeah. there for like for more, you know. And yeah. like I think I, f- I just think with like you know the Dark Knight, yeah. uh, I think that could have been shorter, shorter as yeah. well, which I yeah. wish I think it should have. Like that could have easily just been like two hours, like you know it's like you know, quick fast paced, get everyone excited. But it's that extra half hour that just yeah takes it just takes it out the park. Mm. Oh yeah, what happened to the joke? Well, when what happened to the Joker? You got yeah. It's just it's just I just don't I just don't I do like Heath Ledger as the Joker. I think yeah. he was brilliant. But I think because like due to his death, like all that kind of stuff, you know, which I'm just going to say respect his soul. Yeah. I just think the whole like so, like. 
thing with that is like after people were just like, oh, this movie's a masterpiece, like all oh, that stuff like that when it was coming out. I was like, he just put look, Heath Ledger played a character in a movie. That's basically what it was, the Joker. But I felt this version of the Joker wasn't the Joker. I just felt he wasn't the Joker. It had nothing to do with what who the Joker was. He was just yeah. a crazy. He was just a crazy bank robber. Mm-hmm. Like trying to, or he gets money, and then he ends up burning it all. Mm-hmm. You know, or he, he burned his half. Yeah, I mean, compared to like, even like, if you compare like, um, like Jared Leto, Jared Leto's Joker, I think like Joaquin Phoenix one's a bit more legendary, but like a lot of them more. They're not like yeah. a classic Joker, are they? I suppose like, yeah. Jack you can Nicholson. say every, everyone's going to be different, isn't it? And it doesn't, yeah. you know, the Joker is whoever you want to put on screen. It's the interpretation, but still, yeah, it wasn't think, it wasn't Joker esque, like, but it was still yeah. still good. Like, I, uh, I, enjoyed I, it. I think with me is, I think the Joker, I think the best on screen Joker, which I'm just literally just gonna gonna say now, and there's literally two people I'm just gonna say, uh, Cesar Romero. Yeah, that's the original, that's the original Joker. Well, I wouldn't say he was the original Joker because of that. Because yeah. I remember from like the nineties and from the forties and uh, like because they had done their own thing. But I think the prior OG Joker is Cesar Romero, and his character was very comic-like during yeah, yeah. not not during the serious era, but uh, said during like when the when he was supposed to like do tricks and stuff like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, Silver Age. As that Joker, but while you see the more on-screen Joker, like the more comic accurate accurate, is got mm-hmm. to be. Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. And like that's that's yeah. the best version of the Joker that we've got. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. Because like, you know, he should he was a he was he was a so like even because that's the best thing because like nobody knows the true identity of the Joker in the comics anyway. That's why they yeah. they put their own interpretations, like who, who the Joker is for films. So there's no like there's no fixed origin, is there for the Joker? It's just like a guy. Yeah. It can be anyone guy it really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally, literally, anyone could be the Joker. Yeah, anyone, yeah. you know, like for like it's, it's whole different universes like out there who's got got the Joker anyway. Like yeah, you know, yeah. you got off. See, you got off a fleck, but that's mostly a psychological term of the Joker. Yeah, you yeah. know, while you got like the whole chemical process, you know, with like Jack Nicholson and Jared Leto, but with Jared Leto, it's a whole different situation because yeah. I just. Don't like his interpretation. I mean, everyone does like his interpretation with all the tattoos and stuff. But I just got—it's always got to be the batch of chemicals, like ways yeah. where he falls in. That's that's how yeah. the joke I was born. You well, know? that yeah, yeah. In, the, in the it's always been established in the comics. That's how he became. I mean, the origins. Diff, there's no definite thing, but it's always been he's fallen in some chemicals. Yeah, like that's the, why he's like, got white yeah. skin. Who, so, Say like there was there's so many adaptations of how the Joker became to be, you know, like you know he was just a normal he was just a, like a normal guy he was just a normal comedian like yeah. getting into trouble yeah. he was also the original Red Hood, yeah as right. well, like that's that's been something, but nobody nobody will know who's yeah. like the Joker is and that's what's good yeah. good what DC done it's something yeah. it's something new, I do not want to know who the actual Joker is. It's always yeah. been a good mystery. It's a good story point. Just leave it as that, right? The Joker is meant to be a menace, right? Yeah. He kills people, but that is his thing. He just yeah. he's just obsessed with Batman, right? Yeah, like, that's what I want to see. While 
if you're looking at uh, at like jokers now, they yeah. just try to make try to make them more psychotic. Yeah, I, yeah I, th- I think that was the thing with that that Joker movie as well. That was that was like yeah. that as well. It felt like they were just totally going away from what you used to saying, where it was like he falls into the pit. It's more like it was more like this just guy who's crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. that was the the Joker, and that was it was a, very much a rip on like Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy. It was basically like the main characters that the characters yeah. Robert De Niro played in those, like a hybrid more than the Joker. Yeah. I like Joker mm. quite a bit, but it was like it's it's more of a you know he's more Travis Bickle than the Joker yeah. really. Yeah, definitely. See, 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 like when it comes to the sequel as well, you know yeah. that, that that's a weird situation. Like you got Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn, like Harley Quinn's Yeah, it's gonna be. It is. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I I don't mind the odd musical, but I I think I'm I'm tapped out of this uh, Joker thing. I don't, don't want to see it. <laughs> See, see, this is a pro. This is a problem. It's like, okay, but the whole Harley Quinn thing, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a bit weird. Like, Harley Quinn doesn't mm-hmm. meet the Joker until until like later on. Yeah. Like you know, in the, like later on, like when Batman is when Bruce Wayne is actually Batman, yeah. while the jo- yeah. while the Joker was was born when Batman was there. Yeah. So this doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, so it's this. Is is this new movie set later, like so many years later? Like, is the Joker more old, older now? Are we going to see Batman in that universe? I well, don't think you are. I don't think so. Well, like, it, just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, oh yeah, you have Thomas Wayne, you have little Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah. You see, right? Okay. Right. Wait a minute. So, how comes is Thomas Wayne still alive, even though he should have died? No, like, did he die cool. in Joker? I, I can't remember. I don't think he died. Did he die? Uh, Thomas Wayne, yeah, they get at the end. The, the Thomas Wayne, they get gunned down by some random guy who's inspired by the Joker. I think. Oh, so you see the origin story there? Yeah. That's like the. Yeah, kind of. Although I'm now picturing, like, in the second one, like, like a little kid dressed up as Batman <laughs> running around. <laughs> 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 Singing musical songs. <laughs> oh, Christ! Oh, Christ! Oh, my. No, like I'm saying is, if I see, if I see like a, a version of Batman in that film, all right, mm. like okay, isn't this kid? Isn't it? Is it? If this is said during like a couple of years later, isn't that kid still meant still meant to be meant to be in school and stuff? Like that's okay, okay, that doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, oh this little kid is Batman. Yeah, the move, the movie's gonna be the Joker going up to the to the kid Bruce Wayne and saying like, you should be you should be in school right now, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You should not be like going around singing musical numbers, presents me a uh, guy in a in a suit and calling yourself Batman. Get back to school. That's what the the sequel's probably oh, gonna be yeah. like. You can't well, anyway, stop me. You have to do my homework. <laughs> you have to do your homework. <laughs> this, this, what, As a sequel writer. <laughs> Well, well, like I'm saying, there's been, there's been a rumor, right, that Bradley Cooper is yeah. going to play, you know, Two Face oh. in the in the actual uh, Joker Two. It's been I rumored. can say that. I can yeah. see that. Like, He's done stuff with Brad, with uh, Lady Gaga, hasn't he? With the the uh, what was that one he did a yeah. few years back? The musical one. The uh, can't think of where it's gone now. Is it, uh, yeah, Star is born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Planet of the Apes, gents. Dark Knight, then. What do we think? 
we got the three Planet of the Apes movies versus the the Dark Knight trilogy. I think both of these are definitely huh. solid trilogies. Where'd you stand? Ryan, I'm going to go with you first. What do you think? Right. What are you going uh, with? Um, for me, I am going to say Planet of the Apes because I yeah. do like the Dark Knight trilogy, but it's not my favourite uh, version of Batman. I like Christian Bale as Batman, but I think that franchise is a bit too serious for yeah. someone like him. So, even, you know, that's when they are, it's still going to be action, right? But if you're looking from, like, Matt Reeves' Batman, which is, like, yeah. more the detective side, how Batman is supposed to be in the comics, yeah. that's what yeah. I like. Yeah, that's Batman for me. Because even though it, you, even though they've done another film with the Riddler, as a serial killer, even though he is a serial killer in the comics anyway, that fits yeah. a while. Yeah, this is a Batman movie, right? But I think Chris uh, Chris Van Nolan was trying to make it more realistic, like yeah. in real life. I just felt like, nah, it's, it, I only like, I like the first one. Batman Begins is good. I like, yeah. I like, I do like The Dark Knight, but it's, it's a bit, a little bit of a cringe movie now. But, Dark Knight Rises was the only one I've seen in the cinema when I was 12. So yeah. I'm just going to say one of the worst movies made in all, of the of all time. So I'll never rewatch that again. But for me, it's got to be the, the Planet of the Apes uh, reboot trilogy. I just think it's brilliant. Even though I haven't seen Phil. the last one. Uh, I mean, like I said, you're in for a treat, mate. Phil, what about you, buddy? What Choice, Dark Knight, or the reboots of the Planet of the Apes movies? Both, both reboots, both reboots, really. I mean, I'm gonna go with uh, Apes, not just because it's my favorite franchise, but also because I, I like all three Apes movies. Whereas Dark Knight, I like the first two, but I'm kind of on the third one, so yeah. mathematically, Apes wins. I, I mean, obviously, we know part of the Apes is going through now again. I, I love that that trilogy of the uh, the Dark Knight. I, I do like, it. and like I said, I think the third one doesn't not doesn't really pay off, no. like especially well. But Planet of the Apes is just flawless for me. I think it just gets better, like Phil said. Every movie gets better, and I think it just pays so much honor to the original movies. I think it just and it builds upon them, and yeah, they just they made a spectacular trilogy. The then last two especially are amazing. So, Planet of the Apes is going through. So, we're going to see in the final head-to-head the OG Spider-Man trilogy versus Planet of the Apes the reboots to find out which one is the best and battle of the movie trilogies. Uh, I'm going to do this now with picking our our favourite movies and kind of the favourite parts. So, I mean, I think both of you said Spider-Man 2. Is that an agreement? Would you say is your favourite one? Yeah, yeah of the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I, like, yeah. I, I mean, what, I know, I know you've not seen the third one, Ryan. But out of the first two Planet of the Apes movies, which one's your favourite? Uh, for me, I'm going to say Dawn for the Planet of the Apes. Or so Dawn the of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, like absolutely brilliant. Like the way these like apes are living. You know, they're living yeah. in the forest. They're, they're free. You know, yeah. this is living the best life. You know, while you got the humans like want to come up to the to the forest, like yeah. to ruin like their reputation. They want to start a war, like with the apes, which like yeah. began the whole situation with War for the Planet of the Apes. 
yeah. in the first place. So that's that's how intriguing, like how it's an ongoing story, which is really yeah. good. Uh, while in spite in the ba- Batman, it's just like it's like every couple of years, Batman retires for some reason. I was yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah, Batman's meant Batman. It's meant to be like you know, like every single year. Which basically is he doesn't take a break as Batman unless he's unless he's gone on holiday with with uh, you know Catwoman or something or like living the best life you know like he's, he's got like you know Batman and Ro- like you know you got like Robin Batgirl and that which we never got saw Robin right I was like okay uh, it's just a bit ridiculous but you know it's just I think the done the the plan of the plan of the, uh, yeah, the this reboot are more solid I just got to say about, what about you Phil. Yeah, uh, the out of the three Father of the Apes movies, which one was your favourite? Was it you say uh, the last one or second? Yeah, the last one. Oh, I like it. Uh, yeah, I think it's the it's the best one. Also, I really love it because um, Woody Harrelson's like the bad guy. And he's kind of channeling Colonel Kurt from <laughs> Apocalypse Now, and Apocalypse Now is one of my favourite films. So I, I love that aspect of it too. But it's just a really great film all round. So I mean, with these, Sue, I, I think to decide the winner. We can only decide one one way, and that is, if you're on a desert island, gents, you go, you're you're in a plane, and you've got your own personal plane, and something goes yeah. wrong. We'll go with castaway style here. We yeah. plane goes down. You're on an island with your little football called Wilson, yeah. but you've got a DVD player, and you can play one movie for the rest of the time. Uh, well, one, we'll say one movie, and then that links to the whole trilogy. But Spider-Man Two, your Spider-Man movie, or your Planet of the Apes movie, Phil, what would you go for? The movie that you can only watch forevermore on the island. Between those two, uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Sp- Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Would, would you not? Would you not want the you know the Planet of the Apes having that that. That Planet of the Apes goodness, you know, like the the nostalgia for that fan, that franchise yeah. you love, or is it got to be Spider Man Two? Because is it just a perfect movie? I really do. As much as I love Planet of the Apes, Spider Man Two, I do love Spider Man Two a lot. So I'll go for that. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, Ryan. What about you, mate? You're you're on an island. You've been oh. going around trying to pick up pineapples. You've had a bad day. You didn't get any coconuts. And you want to go and sit down, have a chill, and you're like, you've got, you're so angry, you haven't got your coconuts, but you think I'm going to put a movie on to cheer me up. Is it going to be a Planet of the Apes movie, or is it going to be a Spider-Man two? What are you going to go with? <laughs> oh, I'm Spider-Man two. You got Spider-Man two as well. Ah, <laughs> I Spider-Man two, I. It's, it's one of the best Spider-Mans of the whole of history, man. Plus, plus the thing is, too, is, um, sorry, um, um, uh, it's okay, Phil. uh, I'm saying, plus, like, if you're on a desert island, you don't find it, it's kind of grim, so you you want to watch something (laughs) cheap, like, so (laughs) (laughs) what if if you've had a good day with coconuts? So, you've got got a lot of coconuts, Phil, and you're having a great day, um, (laughs) well, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> see, see with the amount of coconuts that, that fall down from that tree you didn't know if you're gonna you might, might get knocked out by one of the coconuts yeah like, like, it will hit on your head so it's got it's got still man it's for me 
it's always going to be Spider-Man 2 for me because it's 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 always been there for my childhood. So, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like, Same you know, what, you yeah. So so yeah, and it's I, just I'm gonna say, guy. I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is what I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. Just at a point, I I, I agree with you because like if you're on an island, you maybe want some of this. Like it's got a bit of everything. A bit of I, I think Spider-Man Two for that. It's got everything, but yeah. I think that last that movie. I, I I mean, if I one movie, I'm gonna watch the, uh, you know, because Spider-Man Two is good as well, though. But no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna trust me. Go. I'm gonna say War of the Planet of the Apes. That would be mine. But I I agree. I think we. I, that's such a tough choice. I think Spider-Man Two's got everything as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But you know what that means. The winner of Battle of the Movie Trilogies 2023 is the Spider-Man OG Trilogy, gents. <laughs> Did the best one win? <laughs> yes. I, mean, I, I think, I, you know, I think overall, I think it is, it is a, a pretty, pretty decent trilogy. And I think yeah. it's deserving of the uh, the prize. We'll send Sam Raimi and Toby Maguire uh, a letter. Why are they? Congratulations. Let them know. If they've won a little movie cheer trophy. <laughs> yeah. They'll be excited. <laughs> Really? Let's uh anyway, let's get to some of the uh, live comments uh in the chat. We've got here, we've got John, aka the Lone Wolf. How are you doing, John? Hope you're doing, mate. Good well. He's an even guys. Uh, he's also he said, What are we talking about? We're doing the trilogies today, and we've got our winner, John. If you're not watching from the start, check out, mate. And it's a been a great episode so far. I really enjoyed it. Um let's see. Um I mean, John has also said it. He said, any thoughts on the Jurassic Park trilogy? I mean, another, that's another one. I, I didn't even think about including that, but I mean, thoughts on that? I mean, Ryan, what did you think of the Jurassic Park movies? Are you a fan? Oh, I'm very critical on this. Um, I only like the first two uh, in the in the trilogy, which I'm going to say from Jurassic Park. Because I think, because the second one, it's like a whole different situation because this is like a different island, like where yeah, the original yeah. Jurassic Park is. This is just like the testing, site, testing like island where they just put like all the, like you know, the well they expend expend well all the experimentations that went wrong, yeah. in a way, yeah. and you know I felt like it was just brilliant like where they were taking this. They're exploring this new island. They were going to destroy this island. Going to blow it up, you know. Yeah. Which which led them for all the dinosaurs getting sent to America, literally getting chaos chaos and stuff like that. But I think the problem is like with Jurassic Park three, it's like they're going back to the same island again. I was like, this is just the same story I've seen that seen before, but mm. except for it, it's just it's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like it? what's going on here, and and Sam Neil. Uh, it's like all of a sort. He was he ends up like get getting divorced or something. Well, this like whole whole series. Yeah. He's just like off doing his own thing, you know. And you have this little kid eating uh, chocolate crunch bars, but while he was like a bat. It was all about getting some bloody kid off the island. Like what? what? It's not. Oh, it's man. like I have to watch it again. I have to watch that photo. Oh, like seriously, it's absolutely atrocious. I don't even know how people. Some people do enjoy it. Some people don't. Yeah. I'm I'm part of that majority that doesn't like it at all. 
But the first one is absolutely brilliant. Like for like the first time mixing like animatronics and CGI yeah. with the dinosaurs, yeah, and right. it just worked so well. But yeah, I've got to say the problem with Jurassic World, which is another point because it's part of the same franchise, yeah, yeah, is that the first one is the only good one, right? I really enjoyed it. They brought the part back to life. Yeah. But they ended up uh, doing experiments on, you know, doing the Indominus Rex, you know, mixing wrapped, like, you know, was it Raptor? I think I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do Raptor, don't they, I think. Yeah, think so. Raptor and, and, t- and t- 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 Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, DNA yeah. together. I was like, oh, yeah, this is something new. This is, what, like, where you started off. And then... We'll go to Fallen Kingdom. See, I, I didn't think that one... Is that the second one? Is it the second one? Yeah, the, the second Kingdom. one, I Fallen Kingdom, yeah. I've seen that twice. I, I thought it was like they were trying to do something a bit different, though, but... I I, 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 I mean, the, that Jurassic World trilogy just wasn't for me. To be honest, I prefer no. the originals. The, uh, they're a, a lot better. I, I think they're way better than... Jurassic. I think, like you said, Ryan, the first Jurassic World was... Kind of like the Force Awakens, it kind of like lent a bit from the originals, and kind of like mm. just it was like this is the reboot, and it's like let's start fresh and kind of give us give, give the original fans what they want, and then give the new fans something there as yeah. well. Yeah, I, I think the second one was okay, but the, the I mean that last one was was garbage. Yeah, I can get into oh, that Dominion, not yeah. not me. That's that's literally just like that's just a nostalgia trope. That's basically what it is. It's just all about yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. And like even I even I haven't seen it, right? And that even got an extended cut as well. I was oh, like no. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it. that's, it's only an extra ten minutes. It's only an extra ten minutes. Yeah. Well yeah, how you feel like, you uh, are you a fan of the Jurassic Park, surely? Um so I've only seen the, the three the first three Jurassic Park. I didn't watch any of the Jurassic World. Jurassic yeah. Park is you know, it's it's a classic. Um, it is really good. Give me some phobias, though. Uh, <laughs> we'll go into that. Um, Lost World. I don't really like that one because the heroes are like idiots. <laughs> just, bad guys are like more like the the heroes are such idiots that I actually root for the bad guys in that film. Right. Become more nom nom. Three is what I call a hotel room movie, which is basically you're you're in a hotel, there's no Wi-Fi, you're just stuck with whatever's on basic free view. Yeah. And, you know, you see, and it's something that you see on there and you put it on and you think, yeah, it's okay. You know, you pass the yeah. time. That's how I think about it. It's like, if there's nothing else to watch, you put it on and it's like, yeah, that's okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh- Big thanks to John for the uh, question on that. We also got Pete in the chat. Played Sendo Guy. How are you doing, Pete? You okay, matey? Uh, hey, good evening, Pete and everyone. Uh, trust me to jump in when Ryan's gone and walkabouts. Yeah. I think was... <laughs> yeah, because you... uh, Manish was, shout, was shouting for us. So I had to say, come down and say hello. Plus, like, she wanted to set her, like, headset up. I was like, your headset's, uh, your headset's battery's dead. You need to charge it up. So... Plus, I'll have to connect, connect it to the Bluetooth as well. So I, I said I'll have to do that later on. So, but just playing a game at the minute, so it's not that bad. Uh, well, you can't, you can't, can't really do much anything. I get distracted. I have to go down and see, see what's going on. But you know, kids well, at the end of the day. 
Oh, that's it. Well, big thank you to everyone in the live chat so far. Like I said, if you listen to this on replay, get your comments in on today's headline topic. Now we are going to go to the next segment of today's show, which is Case Ooh. Cover Collision. Case Covers take on other case covers. Can you handle that? Case Cover Collision. Case cover collision. Each and every week, we choose a different movie and look at the different case covers for that movie and put them up against each other to find out which one is the best on case cover collision. Now, this week on the show, uh, I luckily I'm joined by two awesome special special guest co-hosts who help me judge these case covers, and we're going to be looking at the Mission Impossible. Uh, movie. The first Mission Impossible movie is basically he's having a, an upcoming 4K release. I think it's coming out next month or the month after. Um, it's gonna. I think they're all actually getting like, new releases as well. But yeah. so um, I mean, 1996 that movie came out. Such a, a, a for me, a, just a great series. I think they're all just been fantastic movies. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, can't, I still can't believe it's 1996. It came out that original one. It's it's crazy that that's. Like it's been that long now, I but um, this I mean, thoughts on the movie, gents? Uh, Ryan, are you a big fan of the first Mission Impossible and the franchise? Um, I'm just gonna say I'm not a big fan of the first Mission Impossible. I know it's the okay. first time in the using like you know Ethan Hunt, even though it was it's the first move, movie to bring the Mission Impossible to the big screen, even though yeah. it was a a 60s television series back back then because that's where yeah. it started off. So seeing Tom Cruise, which is like I'm not really a bit. I do like Tom Cruise to in a certain extent, but I I think he's just an absolute, you know, an absolute nobody. Which I'm just gonna say there, right? You know, he, he, he's, he's, a bit, he, he's a bit stuck up. That's big yeah. really is. Like he's a bit stuck up, but I do like I do enjoy his acting, which I'm gonna say now. Yeah. Where he does like his own like stunts and stuff. Yeah, you know? he's, he's awesome. What about you, Phil? Are you, are you a fan of the uh, first movie and the and the movie and the whole franchise as well, buddy? It, it's been it's one of those things where it's like it's one of the franchises where um, you know I watched the movie once and I enjoy it, but yeah. then I never really have the urge to go back. But yeah, they're they're pretty good. I've you know I've enjoyed yeah. I, two was a bit, yeah, but I enjoyed all the other ones. Actually, you know, I didn't yeah. see the what was the last one? Um, Fallout. Fall, I didn't see Fallout. Fall first five, Fall I really. Great. Fallout, yeah, yeah, it's good. Fallout, which I'm just going to say now, is probably one of the best ones, which I'm going to oh, say yeah. now. Yeah, I agree with Ryan. Really, really solid Even, with that one. I'm just going to say now, right, about Mission Impossible, I have not seen Mission Impossible 3, directed by J.J. Abrams. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. That is another one. I've watched half of it. I've seen yeah. half of it, but I turned it off because I just thought it was, it was boring. Oh, give it another watch, mate. That, that is a, uh, that's, see, a, that's a solid movie. I think Mission Impossible for me is when it started from Ghost Protocol. That's when it just started to go insane. That's a good movie. Yeah, that, that is a good movie. It's just like that whole sequence of Ethan Hunt just getting out of prison. It's like, isn't that a kick in the head or something? Like, what's going on there? It was like, like okay, this is brilliant. Yeah. But I think Fallout is just like, like what in, like, you know, a spy movie was supposed to be. Like that espionage kind of yeah. feeling. Definitely. You know, it's got a different, totally different tone to the rest of them. It's like, 
See what you with Mission Impossible. It's just basically just a modern day James Bond, which is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, for like for the new era, but like like what I'm going to say, it is coming to an end. Mm. Uh, with the with the next two part, was it Dot Reckoning? I think it is. Yeah, part one and two. Yeah, part one and part two. It's like okay, we're getting the the two part uh, treatment, which I, I believe like you could have just done it in one movie, but yeah. like. Okay, we're getting the two parts, but so I'm I am looking forward for it. It comes out in Ju- it's coming out it comes out in July, even yeah. though June is the big month for films. Uh this year, which it really is, there's so many stuff coming out. Really, I wish it was coming out in June instead yeah. of July, but because that because that would have been amazing. But plus it's competition with like Indiana Jones and stuff like that, what's coming yeah, out. So like Spider Man, uh what else was coming out in the in June, because it is a big month. Probably a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, no, 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 there's like, no Marvel movie coming out. Um, oh, no, The Flash is coming out, man. That's what it was. Oh, the Flash. yeah. There's that one in there, yeah. There's, yeah. there's always a big superhero movie somewhere, somewhere in the mix. But yeah. we have got three case covers to look at today, gents. The 4K that's coming out, the original DVD, and the Blu-ray 25th anniversary cover <laughs> as well. Um, we're going to start off with the new 4K gents. So, first of all, like I said, these are new releases. I'll put a link in the bio description on the uh, the replay if you want to purchase through an Amazon link. A uh, small percentage through that sale goes to the Movie GA pod. Helps the podcast to grow. And I always appreciate your support. Mission uh, Impossible mm-hmm. this new case cover, I really, like, I love this case cover, I'll be honest with you. This is very, it's got a lot of flair to it. Uh, you've got Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt, a real big close-up shot of him here. And then it looks like a, like a painted background. And you see underneath him, at the top of the screen, the, his name, Tom Cruise in red. And then M1 for Mission Impossible. Uh, MI, sorry, um, for Mission Impossible. And then underneath that in really small lettering of Mission Impossible. And it looks like a, like a graffiti sort of like uh, <coughs> painting. And then you've got like the iconic scene where he's like dangling midair in that, in that room. Just yeah. a bunch of scenes mixed into this this picture, and it, it looks. Uh, I don't know, I love the style on this. I think it looks really stylish. Uh, white white grayish background, then to the four K. I think it's light, but it's got everything. It looks like I mean, like Ryan's saying, like a classic, you know, a Bond movie. It looks like a classic Bond movie in, the, in a way. This yeah. one, it looks like a real classic feel to this. Um, Phil, what do you think of this cover? I, I don't like the sort of the gray part. You know, the, the, the background. background. Yeah. I think that looks right, a bit okay. bland, but I like the the layout with the different images. It has that feeling of like an old school post, you know, when they used to paint them and they'd have like all these different characters and bits and things. It has that flavour, but I, I, uh, uh, I wish they just like had a, you know, kept the, the sort of the blue splash of blue, had just had that as the full background. I think it would have looked a bit more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think of it? Like, do, you, do you like the case cover? What, initial thoughts? Uh... It's a lovely, it's a lovely uh, cover, which I'm just gonna say now. But the only problem with it, which I'm just saying from there, is the the background, the grey. It's yeah. just it looks terrible. Mm. I'm just doing it. It's gonna say now. While you look at the artwork, watching inside, it's absolutely beautiful. If that, yeah. as I'm saying, I'm gonna agree with uh, with Philip right here. If the color, like the blue and the colors, like the red and that, was around, yeah. it would have blended in very just nicely. But what I'm just saying here, it's like it feels like it's just been splat 
on a on a piece of paper or something like that, and then just yeah. putting these colours in. I just feel like it's missing that tone of how what people really want from a case colour. Seeing all these beautiful colours like the debossing, you know, yeah. spark gloss, all that kind of stuff. But I think it's just missing that uh, that in that magical feeling of seeing the colours look so so good. So yeah. for me, which I'm going to say here, it's it's a good cover. If it was more colourful, but I don't think it's the best 4K K release that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I agree with that, mate. I agree. Um, Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the, the Blu-ray. So this is the Blu-ray, the 25th anniversary release. Come out a few years back now, um, this one. And you know what? This is this is obviously now we see that iconic scene where he's in translate. Is it hack, he's hacking into like a computer or something and he's getting yeah, he dangled from the ceiling. He's in the white room and he's got like a black shirt on, black pants. And that's the scene where, like, if sweat comes off his head and stuff like that, it's it'll set the alarms and all that off. Um, such a great scene, and I love the fact I've never seen this cover before. So to see this, such an iconic case cover. So you have got the white background, the in the background in large text, the MI, then and then you see in a red text, Mission Impossible above that, Tom Cruise in the same font as well. At the top, Tom Cruise's name there, and. I think just if you you know the scene, you're going down a HMV, you see this case cover, you're like, wow, that's Mission Impossible. This to me is more Mission Impossible than the last cover, where it felt a bit more James Bondy and like Phil said, more a bit of like mm-hmm. a classic feel to it more. So, uh, Ryan, what do you feel about this one, buddy? Do you do you feel this is a better case cover overall? What what's your initial thoughts with this cover? Looks terrible. Hello, do you not like this one? No, no, it looks terrible. It's like when I you say that, like, what what the hell is this? This is right, okay. This, this must be like some random film that came out years ago, which I just say from that cover right there, it just yeah doesn't it doesn't fit well with the cover. It's like I would like and like a bit of like new like artwork or have the like the original poster, which was like more artistic in a way. It was like more espionage kind of way. Yeah. yeah. While this is just some guy uh, hacking on a computer. It's <laughs> just like is that it? Is that it? Oh yeah, let's stick down down to the bottom. Twenty fifth anniversary, new movie master. Okay, that's all right. That's pretty decent. Uh, yeah. I do like I do like the the pattern coming from the grey in the Mission Impossible uh, cover yeah, right it's got there. Like a fade, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the only one that I absolutely I'm going to compare now is the new logos uh, for the right, BF, okay. the BPFI. It's like yeah. oh yeah, it fits well with the color scheme and stuff like that. It's like. Where's the BFI logo in the background? How I used to remember it, uh, you know, back back in the day, it's yeah. just playing just playing all uh, pink with a with with just with white uh, with white numbers. I was like, is that it? Like we used to we used to be so remember with the with the BFI logo, BFI logo in the background, yeah. the little white 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 ones, yeah. and it just fits so well. You know, it's just like okay, this is the age rating. Like I was everyone normal until they changed their top. Put them in different colors. I was like, oh god, uh, it's just like it's just missing that opportunity, like what it was. Yeah. Back then, it's like, like you know, a twelve-rated movie that ha- yeah. that was. I think that was, a uh, that was the same as a fifteen color, right? Yeah. But that, but that now it's orange. That's orange. Yeah. Well, then you got the now you got this pink 
which was which was still which was basically uh, was it pink or was it red? Which I think I think it was. Red, mate. Was it red? I don't. I don't I'm not so sure. Kind of remember. Unless I just say out my colour. But in eighteen, it's just play. It's just was it? That's just plain red. Now yeah. that used to be like a lighter, a lighter red. Basically, what it's like a lighter colour. That was like more of like a pinkish red. Well, now it's just full, full on red. So like, for you, great. Ryan, would, are you? Did you? Did you like the four K over this one? Would you, what do you reckon? What's your favourite? To be honest, so I think I prefer the four K than this. It just, looks, it just looks terrible. Just some, it's just so, some man just hanging a rune, cutting a computer. That's basically what I'm just saying from here. It's just called the hacker. <laughs> what about you, Phil? Did you? Uh, uh, what do you think of this cover? I mean, uh, Ryan's not a fan of this. Um, what do you think? Like, you know, it's an iconic scene. But I, I agree with Ryan. Where you know, if it, someone doesn't know this movie and they see this, it does look like a movie that's called like just like some guy on a PC dangling from a season, the ceiling. Yeah. What do you think of this case cover? Do you know how do you feel about it? I, I'm I'm not a fan of it. I think they're trying to go for like a minimalist type yeah. cover, but I'm not a fan of like minimalist posters and covers and things. I because they don't really tell you. Like you say, I mean, yeah, it's an iconic scene, but like you say, if you haven't, if you don't know that scene, you're like, okay, so Tom Cruise over a computer. Yeah. What's the film about? Yeah. Doesn't tell you anything about okay. it. Mm-hmm. So I not, know, not my yeah, so unless you read unless you read the blurb on the back of the yeah. back of the Blu-ray, that's the only way you're gonna yeah. find out what it is. Like yeah, you know, you're right. it's just it just ta- it just takes away the excitement. Like, oh, yeah. that looks really cool. I like that. That looks that looks decent. And that, that's like yeah. kind of like a spy movie on Friday. While I'm just saying it, it's the same some guy hat on a computer, which could have been any film in a way. Yeah, yeah. Which could have been it could be a comedy film, could be a thriller, just a plain old thriller. Could be anything. Like this. Because nobody would know if, if this was a spy movie. Yeah. yeah. So, are you with sorry. Phil? What are you thinking? Are you 4K or Blu-ray so far? The, the first one or this yeah. this one? So far, the 4K looks better. Yeah, 4K. I, I mean, I do, I do like this. I'm kind of like Tom, but I think, I think the 4K is just like a a really nice looking cover. I do like the iconic scene though, but I, I think I'm going to go with you guys on that as well. 4K so far yeah. is a is a nice cover. Let's go for the last one anyway. We're going to go for now the DVD cover. I must say, guys, the image here I've got is a bit blurred, so I do apologise. I should have just took it from... Good old, right, good old, uh... good old, good old classic... Uh, ter- like, good old, like, you know, classic DVD cover, right? Yeah, this one I always oh. remember. I, yeah. I, I've, got, I've got it somewhere in the collection. I, 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 you know, this one, let's describe it. It's a white background. Uh, you've got a kind of like a silhouette of Tom Cruise side on his face. Yeah. Up in front, Tom Cruise at the top of the screen, font in a red red colour. Below that, Mission Impossible at the bottom of the screen in red as well. You got like a city landscape in the silhouette of Tom Cruise. You see him like it's like shadowy, like a blue background on him, and then like I said, another white background. Kind of like a, a bit of a running theme yeah. throughout all these. Got is either a grey or a white background with these very like Phillips yeah. Edison, but very minimalist type covers. Yeah. A lot of them. Um, I, I like this cover. I think it's. I think it's very, you know, you look at this, you know, it's Mission Impossible straight away. It's an iconic cover. I think a lot of people probably yeah. about the DVD or they've seen. I, I don't know if this is the original poster. I'm not too sure. Uh, this is, is the original. It is the original is poster, but I think this has yeah. been uh, this. Uh, it has been like edited a little bit, which I get, which, which I don't see. Yeah. Um, but what do you think, Ryan? What do you think, everybody? I I love it. I think it's a really good good. 
really good cover. You know, it's Mission Impossible. You know, it's a, like a spy movie. You know, yeah. like like just doing the thing, trying to investigate like what's going on and stuff yeah. like that. Like while hiring, you know, new new people uh, to help him to hunt down who is causing these crimes. You know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. I just like the whole silhouette with the with, with the 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 city, like yeah, yeah. where it yeah. is, like, well. in, in France. I think it's France. Nice. I think and I, I did, it just so. suits so well. And um, yeah. the only problem with me, which I'm just going to say now, is that Universal logo down at the bottom. Now with the like the blue, yeah, the blue. Yeah. I just, I just think it just takes everything. I just, I think the, yeah. the dark blue. It's just Paramount terrible. did that on all their early DVDs, like the banner at the bottom. You know, Paramount DVD. All yeah. of them had right. that. Yeah. It's, it just takes it just takes away like filling the whole cover. It's just like yeah yeah yeah. Well, they could just uh, put it down at the side. We know it's a, a Paramount uh, movie, but yeah, it's just it's just so they can like you know oh yeah this is Paramount movie and stuff like that. But 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 for me, I think it's absolutely a wonderful cover. Unless you've seen like the re-release like that they did, which was like more like you know that's Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they still had the same like type of cover, like the silhouette, but you yeah. can see more of Ethan Hunt, yeah. like from that one. Yeah, yeah there so... was a, there was a few different ones. So I, I think I've seen the one you mentioned though, Ryan. It's um, like I said, it's like it's like more like a just a, a reworked version, isn't it? But it's just yeah. like a bit more going on in there. Like, but um, that oh, is. Actually... Uh, would you say is this your favorite over the four, Kenny Ryan? Or uh, for me, I do like it. Right, yeah. But I think I prefer the 4K. 4K, mostly. yeah, because it's had so uh, it has so much, uh, co- so many beautiful colors going on. But yeah. like the problem with the 4K as it stands still is the gray background. But while yeah. it's seeing like that's kind of a silhouette feeling going, yeah. going on, whatever. I think the the color scheme just looks very nice. But this is a good one. But I prefer the 4K. What about you, Phil? Uh, looking at this cover, I mean, what are some of the, the good points for you, some of the negative points? What, what yeah. do you think of this one? Well, first of all, I really like it because um, it's it's the original poster, which that's a big thing for me. I like it when they use the original artwork the original on artwork. the cover. Um, yeah. But also, I think it really sells it because the first Mission Impossible is not as much of an action film as the late ones. It's more of a spy thriller. And I think this gives off that vibe more. You know, the sort of yeah. shadowy picture of Tom Cruise has that sort of dark espionage feel to it. Gives you more you look at that and you think, oh it's a spy thriller. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Just from the look of it. So what what are you thinking? The 4K versus this one? Which one's your favourite? I- I'm gonna go for this because I I think the the first one was very good, but again it does make it look a bit more actiony, whereas this one I think fits the tone a little bit more. But they're yeah. both very good. I'll go for this. So Phil's going with the, the DVD. Ryan, you said you go with the 4K. Yeah. That means I'm gonna go with the DVD. I, I've got to go with the DVD. Yeah, no the class, classic cover, the poster. I do think yeah. that 4K is a nice, nice looking cover, though. I think it's a, oh, yeah. a excellent looking case cover, and it's um, it's nice that they've like made something completely different as well, and really incorporated a lot of the details in the movie. But I think this poster. Like Phil said, the you know the icon, they use the original poster. I, I think it's just the silhouettes, grey and Ryan said as well. You know the city landscape in the it just looks 
superb, really great bit of art. And exactly. That is why that is this week's winner of Case Cover Collection, the DVD Case Cover. Now let's move on with the next segment of today's show, which is the Amazon Top 10. The Amazon Top 10 is approaching. Prepare yourself. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Amazon Top 10 has arrived. The Amazon Top 10. Each and every week, I give you the Amazon Top 10, the best sales list on Amazon.co.uk for DVDs, Blu-rays, and 4K sales. Let's look at the Amazon Top 10 for this week. So at number 10, we have the Blu-ray of Megan. At number 9, we have Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. At number 8, we have Roald Dahl, Matilda the Musical on DVD. At number 7, we have Downton Abbey and New Era on DVD. At number 6, we have... Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania on DVD. At number five, we have Megan on DVD. Megan in there again, taking two spots. At number right. four, we have A Man Called Otto on DVD. Tom Hanks movie, not seeing that yet. Uh, a movie uh, we've spoken about today. At number three, Evil Dead Rise, Steelbook, 4K. So uh, that's a pre-order for that movie. That's at number three. At number two, it has been knocked off the top spot, and it is Elvis on DVD. Great movie, no longer holding number one though, but it's still up there in the top 10. And at number one, we have a, a new movie. I've, oh, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a, a movie that's been out previously. Yeah, it's a movie called Local Hero on DVD. Oh, have you yeah, seen that? A, that's a, yeah, 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 that's a very old one. That's a very it's old a really, one that came out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never, never heard of that one. It's, uh, but that is the uh, number one this week uh, on the Amazon top 10. Local hero and uh, yeah, Elvis is off the top spot. But now let's go to the final segment of today's show, which is not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping. This is part of the show where we just have a, a general chit chat at the end of the show, talk about what's going on in on, on our channels, what what we got coming yeah. up. And as I've got two awesome guys, two top guys in Ryan and Philip on the show tonight, I want to uh, See what you've got going on your channel. So, Ryan, let's get kicking movies. What's what's coming up on the channel? What's what have you got going on, buddy? Right, uh, that's actually a good question because, like, um, I got a lot. Got, there's a lot of stuff that'll be coming. Um, well, uh, next week uh, I will be beginning fil- filming Darkness Within Horror. So that's finally uh, getting itself started. Even though I should have recorded them uh, a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. like, say, I, say with with that series, that's gonna be like when like when I get time to do it. So like, yeah. uh, I do have a schedule, but like, I'll probably end up just like you know mixing them around a bit. You know, yeah, it just, just depends like what them I, I like to watch. So the first episode, which I promised everyone, it's gonna be Poltergeist. Yeah. So that's gonna be the first review. Uh, I pro- I'm gonna try. So in every episode, there's pro- probably gonna be a guest. Super. Uh, maybe that kind of thing. So, uh, so that's going to be good. Uh, I recently just got some new box sets, which I'm going to be, which I'm going to be talking about when the other two finally arrive. So I can't really tell you who what they are because fantastic spoilers. Hey, no, no. 
Uh, don't, don't spoil the video. Don't spoil the video, so, mate. Yes, so, uh, so no worries. Um, so then after that, probably uh, next week, there is going to be a very, very special live stream coming uh, yes. on on Tuesday. And it's a full house. like which. So we've got Rock God 2004 coming back, you know. Yeah, Nigel. Yeah, so there's yeah. going to be some chaos. Uh, we've got the first we got someone first time coming on the stream. Okay, that is, is it? James of Jim Jam Movies and TV. Superb. Uh, we've got uh, we got the return of Scott, the movie critic. Top guy. So, Top guy. Uh, Scott, Scott's a mate. Scott's a mate, man. He's a mint. Uh, we've yeah. got we've got the return of Pete, who is like a recurring, uh, you know, person who. Uh, you know, YouTuber who always likes to just show, show up out of Norway on the stream. Yeah, like, he's, I just, he's just shows he's up a, out of Norway. Pete is, a, again, he, he's been on the channel before. And he's another, just a really nice guy. Honestly, yeah. he's, got, he's got a great channel. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that live stream, Ryan. It's, uh, where, where's oh, the best home. place... Where's the best place to find you? Uh, on I put in all the links below, by the right. way, of, uh, well, of everyone's channels. But where, where would you say is the best spot for, the, for people to find you online? So if you are trying to find me online, like where I normally update stuff and stuff like that, I recommend following me on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Let's get kicking guy, which I'm which I'm called. So not not easy, uh, you know, like find us on Instagram. Uh, plus, yeah. I do have one more guest coming on, and All someone right, okay. who has not been on the channel for a very long time. Now one should know it is Soph. From oh, sick of reviews, uh, yeah, very, very long time. So she's she's coming back on, uh, on the screen for for you know, very, very long time. So it's going to be a very interesting stream. And that's is that next Tuesday, right? Is it? Yes, next Tuesday. Superb, mate. Well, I will. I'll, I'll put like I said, put links in for that. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Is that going to be a big long stream? Is it? Is it a long night? Is it? Well, if it comes to knives and stuff like that, we start at eight o'clock, so we're probably probably on till like daff o'clock, as we know, <laughs> as I normally do. See, exactly. See, my streams go on for long, depending on the on the conversation types, or unless I'm just like showing things off as I normally do, which I sometimes do. So hey, it's going to be a mental, it's going to be a mental stream. So if you want to keep keep like you know head like you know want to know when the stream's going on and stuff, like, I'm just going to yeah. say it again. Uh, follow me on Instagram on Let's Get Kicking Guy or subscribe to my channel, uh, Let's Get Kicking Movies, and follow my community tab. I update some odd times when I get round to it, but you will know when there's going to be a stream, or unless I tell you at, at the end of the stream. So, yeah, yeah that's that's basically me. Can't wait. I can't wait. What about yourself, Phil? Um, what have you come up? What, what have you got coming up on the, the channel? Uh, YouTube wise, uh, any new videos coming up? Yeah, I've got a. I shot a video earlier today. It's going to be on my channel on Monday evening. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've posted a video. Actually, I've been a bit. Um, I would say procrastinating, but I haven't had the time to sit and film videos for, for a bit. Right. So uh, don't post very often, unfortunately. Uh, so what's what's the video? What's the video about? If you reveal a bit about it, without spoiling it too much. Yeah, it is uh, favorite uh, cinema experiences. So my favorite cinema experiences. Uh, yeah, I know what they are. You have to watch it and find out. 
Super. And when's that? Is that coming out on Monday, did you say? Yeah, about 6.30, I think. Fantastic. And where's the... I'm going to put the links in below as well, for, like I said, for both of you, but where's, where's the best spot for people to find? Where are you more active, like Instagram, YouTube? Where, where's the best uh, place for people? I'm a bit more active on Instagram. My Instagram is uh, uh, Crinoid Man. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, my channel is just what I've got in there, Philip Coghill. You put that in on YouTube and you'll find yeah. me. Nice. Super. Well, I, like I said, check out both of these guys, both top guys. Uh, I, I've actually, I've really enjoyed it tonight. Uh, honestly, I, we've chatted. We, obviously, you've both been on the channel before, and it's yeah, um, it's been it's been a really good discussion, a good chat yeah. about movies, and uh, yeah, f- big thank you to both of you for coming on, and for everyone who's been listening in the live chat or has been listening on the replay. Uh, thank you very much. It's been a great night. We declared the winner of Battle of the Movie Trilogy, Spider-Man, the OG Trilogy. Uh, Let me know your thoughts on this topic here. If you enjoyed today's video, please do give it a like and leave a comment below on all today's movie-related topics as well. If you listen to this on the podcast app of your choosing, uh, please do leave a review as well or a five-star review. Every review uh, really helps the podcast to grow and the communities to grow even further. And if you you know, if you write a review, send me a message with the review, the link to it, and I will definitely read it out on the show as well. Uh, great, great night, a great evening of movie discussions tonight. I've really enjoyed it, gents. And um, oh, no problem. Hopefully, we'll be doing a few more of these pay per view shows throughout the year because I, I just, I really like having just big movie discussions like this. But that is the end of today's show. And um, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone again. It's been it's been great. Uh, thank you very much for watching, ladies and gents. Remember to spread a bit of movie cheer, and as always, I will see you next time.